With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is that time of year. So glad to have you with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Mike Harmon, fresh off of a fantasy convention that he had in the great city of San Diego. I am coming live from America's heartland after a fantasy draft last night, Mike, that has me smiling from ear to ear. I am ready to go for the next three hours, and I am ready for this 2018 fantasy football season. Locked and loaded, ready to dominate the ear holes of America. We had a fantastic event last night, about 200 people. Uh, let's say some of them didn't leave quite so sober, but they left happy <laughs> with their fantasy teams drafted, the information that we did in the roundtable. Uh, good time had by all, and then they all enjoyed a, a little run over to the uh, resort uh, pool area, which got a little bit crowded as the dancing uh, went deep into the night. I, of course, being a good boy, knowing I needed to get up early to do radio, uh, went to bed. I was going to say, what's the, what's the over under on sleep for you? I was going to say about four hours. Is that over? Uh, or under? You're going to take the you're going to take the under, but we're going to feel pretty good about that because we're excited oh. to be here and it's fantasy football Sunday for us here on Fox Sports Radio. So excited for the upcoming season. We know that drafts are starting to happen. If your draft already happened, don't worry. Just listen to Mike's analysis. You can find out how to correct or just keep your winning team that you drafted. If you've got drafts that are coming up, we've got all the information that you need. If you're new to the show, first of all, welcome. We are glad to have you with us. Reach us on Twitter. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. You can get Mike at Swollen Dome. If you're new to the show, you're going to realize that there are some elements that may be kind of out there. We're going to have the hot plays and cold sores. 
members of the 2018 season for all your positions, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. This is where Mike, during the season, will tell you who to play in your lineup, who to not play in your lineup. We're going to have the Fox Sports Radio host mock draft. Yes, host from Fox Sports Radio will pick a first round. Different hosts making different picks. We'll unveil that to you in about 70 minutes or so. We're also going to check in with our good friend Paul Charchian, your longtime friend. It's good to talk to Charch again. We'll have him in the yeah, uh, coming buddy. up in a couple of hours or so. If you ever want to hear the show or you got to do something else on Sunday and you're going to miss it, don't worry. You can find the show on iTunes. Just subscribe to Fox Sports Radio Weekends. Download the show every single week. You ready to do this, Harmon? Oh, let's let's get it going. It's a beautiful thing coming off a slate of preseason games yesterday that had a lot of tongues wagging, a lot of questions, and those who had already done a few of their drafts before showing up for well their their commitments yesterday. Uh, going, what did I do wrong? Like, well, let's let's see, and and then you start pulling out the red pen. So it was a lot of fun. Let's for go. the f- for the first time in 2018, let's get to our hot plays in fantasy football. Hot plays. Mike, we have imaging for 2018. Wow. Yes, the guys you've got to get in your lineup for these purposes. Mike Harmon is telling you the guys that you need to draft that may not be on your radar. You know you got to, you know you're going to want Tom Brady on your team, but there are other quarterbacks that you are going to want to have on your roster. That is why Mike Harmon is here to give you those answers. Let's get to the hot play quarterbacks of the 2018 season. First, I gotta wipe away the tear from my eye for the imaging sounds. I don't, I don't know what to. I don't know what to say. I've, I've already, I've already it, won, Mike, Dan. You made it, Dan. We've already won. All right, let's go to the hot plays. Let's get him back off the injury list. We've got Deshaun Watson. I've got him all the way up at number four at my quarterback rankings, uh, led with DeAndre Hopkins, and expecting Lamar Miller and Dante Foreman to get it done out of the backfield. As you look at Miller, you look at Will Fuller, you got options in that receiving game. And, of course, Watson getting back to it uh, with his leg. So we're going to take him, and we'll, we'll leave him nice and high on the draft board. Uh, some folks a little nervous about Kirk Cousins, the leadership uh, questions in Washington. I say there's got to be a two-hour documentary or maybe a 10-part miniseries to come out on the Washington Redskins over the last decade of how they mismanaged an awful lot of things. Uh, I think Cousins is just fine heading over to Mike Zimmer's squad. You look at what they've done on defense, and then they get to go and add George Iloka to an already loaded defense. Uh, offensively, between Thielen and Diggs, we'll get to Diggs a little bit later because I like him higher than Thielen on the list. But you add Kyle Rudolph, you get Dalvin Cook back. You, you look at all of it, it's an equation that leads to great success. Sure, he'll throw some balls up for grabs, uh, but not a guy I'm fearing where there's much of a, a shift for him at all. And then as we get towards the back of it, our QB, QB1s, early QB2s, uh, bullish on Patrick Mahomes. Just looking at that offense, forget about the 69-yard bomb from two weeks ago for a moment. It was a thing of beauty, a majestic throw that you'll see another 9,000 times this preseason and into the early games of the regular season. But you look at Tyree Kill, Sammy Watkins on the outside, you bring Travis Kelsey across the middle, and he sucks things up because you got to play it honestly if you're in the secondary. So now you can't really double team or do a lot of creative things to try to shut down the guys on the wide because Kelsey will kill you over the middle, as will Kareem Hunt. 
uh, and Spencer Ware coming out of the backfield. So just looking at that balance and a pretty good defense means that you might be looking at some pinball-like numbers from Mahomes, some growing pains because he's going to throw some balls up for grabs. Again, some, some bad mistakes, some bad throws along the way, but feeling pretty good about where he is. And then if you look at the overall rankings, Eli Manning, a forgotten man. Maybe people have just decided they hate Eli Manning and want to move on from anything he's done for them in the past, saying that it's done. But I, uh, I riddle you this, Dan Byer. If Evan Ingram is a top five tight end, and Odell Beckham is a top three wide receiver, and everybody loves Saquon Barkley, maybe a little bit of Sterling Shepard uh, as, a, as a ninja wide receiver. Someone's throwing him the ball. That man is Eli Manning with a bit of a better offensive line and the aforementioned arrival of Barkley. You've got balance, and balance means there will be numbers. Am I saying he's a QB1? No, but he's a guy that, as your second quarterback, is going to have some pretty big weeks for him. Sterling Shepard had seven catches in their preseason game against the Jets on Friday night. So that was uh, something, a sight maybe for sore eyes, Mike, because what we may forget is that when Odell Beckham Jr. was out for most of last season, Sterling Shepard was also dealing with his own injuries, himself missing games at times, so wasn't able to make that uh, should I say, arrival to the NFL that many had hoped. So when you talk about a three-headed or four-headed monster that Eli Manning can distribute to, yeah, it's not too bad in New York. And I'm seeing common themes because he also, as you mentioned, you got one in Kansas City with all of the weapons there. In Minnesota, we know about Diggs and Thielen, and Kyle Rudolph is a great one as well with Dalvin Cook back. Great picks for the hot plays of 2018. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Now, there's the other side of the coin. There always is. And again, if you're new to the show, you probably know that, well, a cold sore isn't something that you want to be around. You know, a cold sore that maybe on a, on a, on a lip right on the corner of someone's mouth, you don't want to see it. You don't want to touch it. We call your bad plays for the fantasy football season cold sores because you want nothing to do with it. I want to know the cold sore quarterbacks of 2018, Mike Carmen, guys that you don't want anything to do with as you get ready to draft. I'm going to start with Cam Newton of your Carolina Panthers. Solid numbers each and every year. Not mind-boggling last year, but you look at the offense and people are excited about Christian McCaffrey. And on paper, you can get excited about what you see in terms of a depth chart. Devin Funches acquitting himself well, played well in the preseason game. You look at Greg Olson returns, issues the broadcast booth, and maybe being cast as the new Thor if Hemsworth is done. He's back for another year. Torrey Smith, solid. DJ Moore comes in, the rookie, fine. Problem here, both tackles are already hurt. You've already got Khalil with a a surgery, uh, and you lost your right tackle two weeks ago. So that being said, and we've seen Cam Newton dumped on his head in the preseason, a really bad decision. Get down, get down, learn the turtle move. I, I want to go camp to camp and just try to instruct people on the Peyton Manning turtle move. I'm going to get a bunch of those little toys that you press the bottom and the legs collapse. Did you have any of those as a kid, Dan? Was, you know, it might be an animal or a, a person. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and you Absolutely. press it and the guy would collapse down. Yeah, that's yes. Peyton Manning. And everybody needs one of those. I think I'm going to send one to each locker room. Say, learn this and survive to see another day. Cam Newton, a no-go for me where he's being drafted as a top five QB. Going this, further. It, Go no, ahead, I was just going to say one quick point, Mike. Your point about Cam Newton should be well taken because against top opponents that they had in the NFC South last year, against New Orleans in their two games, against the Falcons in their two games, Cam Newton never topped 200 yards passing in any of those four division matchups. 
So, yeah, when you're talking about a guy who's got a tough division already, that did not bode well last year. To your point, won't bode well good or well in 2018. Number seven in terms of consensus rankings, Carson Wentz. I don't know when we're seeing Carson Wentz. I'm a little afraid that the reemergence of Nick Foles, as bad as it was in that week three preseason, was something that we just have to be a a bit fearful of, that that means Carson's not going to be ready to start the season. And if he's not ready to start the season, now we're starting to play that long, long road to when is he 100% healthy. He's already got some injuries uh, on his offense as well, as we've seen Alshon Jeffrey slowed down uh, this preseason, coming off of a touchdown-heavy 2017 that saved an otherwise dismal year for him. So for Carson Wentz, I'm a no-go where I have to draft him. He's ahead of Cousins. He's ahead of Stafford. He's ahead of Roethlisberger and Rivers. No thank you. Coming in in the middle of that pack on most draft boards, Andrew Luck. Yes, he looked good yesterday. Mm. What, 8 of 10, 90 yards and a score. He's driving the ball downfield. You know what he didn't learn? He didn't learn to slide. He didn't learn to get down. He took another couple of big hits yesterday. I'm throwing pens at the TV at a hotel bar, and everybody's looking at me, what's wrong with you? Like, I have to have him upright if I'm going to try to endorse him. I'm going to have to have him upright if I'm going to get on board this this train because, let's face it, they went and they, they spent the sixth overall pick on an offensive lineman, bringing in Quentin Nelson, the guy with all nasty and no fear and everything else. That's all fine and good. He He's not been cloned to make a front five. Still nervous as to what you have up front there. Uh, for me, Andrew Luck, again, where I have to draft him, no thanks. And then finally... Finally, he dates film stars of a certain genre. He's exciting to some, uh, but the overall numbers left me wanting last year. The hype, the excitement for Jimmy Garoppolo. There are a couple of members of his squad that I think are interesting based on where they're drafted, but Jimmy Garoppolo has done nothing to me to be qualify as a back-end QB1. Again, looking at the same same area where you've got Matt Ryan, you've got Patrick Mahomes, you've got Phillip Rivers. I will leave Jimmy Garoppolo for somebody else, wishing, wanting, hoping that great days are ahead in San Francisco. You want Pierre Garçon late? Fine, he might be an 80-catch guy if he's healthy. George Kittle as your fantasy tight end? Okay, fine, you're rolling the dice that he becomes a go-to player. And yes, Garoppolo would be the guy slinging it to them. But the overall game we saw last year, there's still some questions as to how that delivers on a, on a week-to-week basis. Uh, and right now, I'll take the other players that are known with track records than where Jimmy Garoppolo is on the draft board. And those are your cold sores for 2018 at the quarterback position. Cold sores. See, we even have imaging for that, oh, Mike look at that. Wow. Absolutely, yes. We are we are bearing no expense as we get you set for the 2018 fantasy football season. Great information there from Mike Harmon. The hot plays and cold sores at the quarterback position for the 2018 NFL season. Mike, so much was made quickly about your Garoppolo, about the record of the San Francisco 49ers, the, him being unbeaten when he took over the starting position. Seven touchdowns and five interceptions. So uh, there's, it wasn't like the numbers were magnificent. That ratio is going to need to be a lot better if the 49ers are going to have more success this season. Yeah, the first-team offense hasn't looked uh, very crisp at all. The offensive line, uh, they had some defections. You know, one one member moves over to Arizona, and they, they haven't really gelled on, on the front. Jarek McKinnon's your running back. 
I'm a little nervous there. We'll get into him perhaps a little bit uh, when we get into running backs and, and maybe a guy on the roster that might be a better, uh, deeper sleeper slash ninja pick for you. But overall, it's it's underwhelming thus far, and the hype machine is big. And I, I know some folks, just based on his dating habits, uh, are going to get excited and just want him on for – we had a couple of guys screaming some obscenities yesterday. It really kind of got got over the top in terms of the film catalog uh, of his famous date from this summer. Uh, but for Jimmy Garoppolo, for me, the jury's out. I'm not jumping on board that high on the draft board. Hey, decision-making again when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo. you got to make those right decisions. We'll see if he does it in the 2018 season. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. This is our Fox Sports Radio 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special. Feel free again to tweet in any questions to Mike Harmon or myself. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. Mike, they can get you on Twitter where? Find me over at Swollen Dome. The fantasy question's already coming in. We'll answer them as the show rolls on. Also, 877-999-FOX, 877-996-6369. If you have any quick dilemmas that you need solved, Mike is here to answer him for you. He will also provide you the answer on who really is the top wide receiver entering the 2018 fantasy football season. That answer may surprise you. We tell you next year on Fox Sports Radio. It's our Fox Sports Radio 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special right here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. So glad to have you with us because over the next couple of hours, we are going to get you set for the fantasy football season. We'd love your feedback. We'd love your interest, just like Scott Bowser has, wants to know Mike Harmon's opinion. Would you go in round one and two running backs or spread it out? Maybe get a running back, get a wide receiver. Of course, as he says, depending on who's available. But you have to stick to positions in the first two rounds, Mike, because one may not be as rich as another. No, that's for running backs and wide receivers, you're going to have adequate depth at both positions to draft as you will. I mean, obviously, your league settings and everything start coming into play. But, you know, the running back position, just one we're looking at, mainly because once you get past those first 11 or 12, so you got everybody gets an RB1. You get an RB1 and you get an RB1. We go all Oprah. <laughs> After that, you got a muddled mess of what becomes about 12 to 15 guys that are more or less the same. So uh, you want to make sure you at least adequately uh, get – yourself set with one of those number ones but when we look at the depth that wide receiver particularly as you add the PPR option that's what saves you on the running back side as well bringing more depth and giving you some opportunities deeper in the draft uh, I, I think you can go you can go two wide outs and still be okay. There's going to be a Royce Freeman available for you later, but then you're also banking that the youngster takes the role, doesn't have any of those early fumble issues, doesn't miss some assignments in terms of pass protection, those little things that might find his way back off to the sideline and, and make sure that a veteran comes in and starts siphoning off some of those carries. So we're just trying to be mitigate uh, the exposure in those first couple of rounds to an all-out dud. I've always been a running back guy, even even as the NFL has ebbed and flowed from a running game to a passing game and, and with timeshares, Mike, and now we're getting a lot of the young right. running backs. I'm always I'm never a two wide receiver guy in the first two rounds. I always feel like you gotta get a running back, and I even think with the running backs that you've got available this season, uh, multiple running backs who are able to catch passes out of the backfield, that PPR option can help you there. Just always nope. been my my philosophy. Well, sure. I mean, we're both Midwestern guys, Dan, so three yards in a cloud of dust isn't that far <laughs> removed in our memories, uh, and we hold on to it, clutching on to it like that last beer, that last uh, chicken wing of the night. 
You know, we used to do a segment here on Fox Sports Radio during Fox Sports Sunday called Rank Them, Rank Things. Remember we were just rank stuff? Oh, yeah, rank stuff. Yeah. yeah that, essentially, seriously, we ranked like the best type of nuts one day. Cashews, right. almonds. Yeah, that's that's what we would do. People love rankings for whatever reason. We love rankings in fantasy football. So let's get your rankings when it comes to the wide receiver position. We're talking PPR. We're talking wide receiver. We're talking depth. Who you take in the first or second round? Your top 10 wide receivers. Let's start at one because if we go 10 to 1, you kind of know who's left out and the suspense is lost. Maybe it's more interesting to find out who actually cracked your top 10. So let's start out with number one, the receiver you have ranked in the top spot for your wide receivers for the 2018 season. Harmon's top. Top 10 wide receivers. Oh, more imaging, Mike. Wow. We got it. Yes, I did it not anticipate that at all. Wow. That's there beautiful, Dan. That's, there it I, is. I don't even know what to say. I talked all over it because I didn't know he existed. Uh, Antonio Brown, uh, the Ronco said it and forget it. Big time numbers, big production. You'll run Le'Veon Bell into the ground once he gets there, opening things up. And Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, a little bit disappointed to see you have an injury for James Washington there. So that's okay. Uh, you know, he's not expected to miss any significant time. Then number three that takes over from Martavis Bryant. When we look at the balance, Roethlisberger back for another run. Uh, Antonio Brown, for me, is the standard by which we, we rank all others. Let's get to number two because I also had Antonio Brown number one. I'm like, all right, he's got to – even though Odell Beckham Jr. is great, he's coming off the injury. DeAndre Hopkins, well, his quarterback's coming off of his injury, so we don't know. No surprise that Antonio Brown is at number one. What do you got at number two? I do have DeAndre Hopkins sitting at number yeah, two. all right, there we go. There we go. It's it's one of those uh, kind of a look-see. Obviously, two weeks uh, a year when they're playing Jacksonville, you're facing some top-notch cornerback plays. So uh, we'll watch those individual battles, and hopefully those guys all stay in place for a long time so we can see exactly uh, how that works. And then certainly from the officiating side, I can't wait to see how they, they call superstar versus superstar crime uh, downfield. So that'll be a good thing. But Hopkins, you look at the overall target number, absolutely ridiculous. And he still performed once – Deshaun Watson was out, and yeah. I think that's one of the big things uh, to look at here because normally we see such a dramatic drop-off. Yes, great players are still going to put up some numbers. He still put up great numbers most weeks. And Will Fuller's good enough to draw attention, not good enough to take away from the numbers of DeAndre Hopkins in my mind. That's exactly where you're at, right? And you add Braxton Miller to the to the list. We talk about the the running backs a little bit as receivers as well, but uh, the way it works, you know, throw it up and let him go make a play. Even if you're getting doubled, he still seems to find the ball. Let's get to the third-ranked wide receiver in Mike Harmon's top 10 wideouts for the upcoming fantasy football season. Pushed up a little higher, I think, than the consensus, but I've got Michael Thomas of your New Orleans Saints mm. looking for Drew Brees to bounce back from the touchdown perspective. The yardage is always there, and obviously touchdowns, no matter the position, you're always looking at that fluctuation because all of a sudden you know, you've got an extra goal line opportunity. You see something you like, so yeah, between Ingram and Kamara, you, you had more running opportunities than you had perhaps in years past. Uh, the arrival of Cam Meredith, we'll see how healthy he is to start the season. I think he'll help in terms of drawing some of that attention. I think you've got enough depth at wide receiver, and we know Drew Brees likes to distribute the the football but Michael Thomas becoming one of those special players and I think for red zone efficiency that'll be in the in the cards for him as well 
To recap, one through three in Mike Harmon's wide receiver rankings, Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas. What about four, five, six at the wideout position? Four, five, six. Let's go, well, chalk, I think, to some degree. It's just a matter of order. Odell Beckham Jr., going to get his contract done, doing all the right things, doing all the extra work with Eli Manning. He comes in at four. Julio Jones uh, at number five, uh, banking that the first touchdown comes a little sooner this year. Uh, The yardage is usually there for you overall. And if you were playing a best ball all year long, perhaps he'd even crack the top three. But we play it week to week, and there are some fluctuations uh, with his ability to find the painted grass so uh, we're going to take him and, and slide him down into the five hole and then I love Keenan Allen he, every year we watch him come out like gangbusters putting up big numbers we just need to see him finish through week 17 uh, which is why he's down all the way at number 6 but you look at what they have offensively Chargers they, the defense should give them field position and opportunities set up some turnovers set up some opportunities for Phillip Rivers to work on a short field you look at the emergence of Mike Williams, assuming that you know the preseason has just been a tip-off to things to come. He's going to battle and box out and create some space uh, and help extend drives. So even the, the loss of Hunter Henry, while devastating when that happened this offseason, you, you suck it up a little bit because you get uh, Williams back as a you know, first-round pick that really didn't play at all a year ago. So that helps Keenan Allen. Uh, I think that's going to be a big win for them. So I've got Keenan Allen sitting number six. With Julio Jones in at number five, the not the, the amazing stat wasn't that Julio Jones only had three touchdowns last year. It was that Julio Jones had touchdowns in just two games because he had a multiple touchdown yeah. game when he had a huge explosion. But in, in 14 of the games, regular season games that he played, he did not have a touchdown. Let's round out the top 10, 7, 8, 9, 10 for receivers for the upcoming season. Locked loaded number seven for me all the way. Ready for this push? It is Stephon Diggs. Hmm. You can take your Adam Thielen. I've got him pushed down into the Not feeling Thielen's. Not feeling <laughs> Thielen. No, a little little cold spell coming through Minneapolis there. Look, the receptions may still be there. The yardage may still be solid. Only four touchdowns last year for Thielen. I'm looking for Diggs to take the top off defense. And for Kirk Cousins, he's going to take more chances, I think, downfield than what we've seen. And this offense will open up a little bit. Dalvin Cook comes back. You mentioned Rudolph. We talk about all the weapons that are there. I think Stephon Diggs is primed to have a monster season. Sitting at number eight, Devontae Adams. Uh, looking at Green Bay, and really he's the last man standing. We expect good things from Jimmy Graham out of the tight end position if he can stay healthy. But the rest of the receiving core, Geronimo Allison, Randall Cobb, some talk of whether he was going to get traded or what his role is uh, as he's a diminished asset for them right now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers back, and you're looking at Devontae Adams as his go-to receiver. Uh, good red zone opportunist as well. Number nine, sure, I might be clouded a little bit by all the dreams of big plays and guys running under deep balls all day long. But, yes, Tyreek Hill cracks the top ten, and his expected contribution alongside Patrick Mahomes. Good numbers last year. You look at what they, they were able to do in the preseason game, eight targets, eight catches in the 80s for yardage. So solid there. And then number 10, Mike Evans 
you know, the, again, touchdowns drifting back and forth, but looking like, he, you know, you're a star on his season, think it was unusually low that you get a bounce back there. And even if Fitzpatrick plays, you know, those first couple of games, he slings it around, as we talked about on the feud a couple of weeks ago. You know, he's top 11 or 12 for current uh, all, all-time all leaders among yeah, active passing quarterbacks for, for passing yards. So he'll sling it around. And at the running back position, they're still having some growing pains. They're still trying to figure out exactly what they've got. So that means I think they're going to go to the air and look at Winston last year. Had seven games of at least 299 yards. So I think the opportunities are going to be there. Mike Evans, the touchdowns could come back to a normal range. Getting back to 8-10 to 10 puts him in the top 10 here. Sorry to Adam Thielen, Doug Baldwin, Demarius Thomas. You did not crack the top 10 of Mike Harmon's fantasy wide receivers for the upcoming season. This is Fox Sports Radio's 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special. He's Mike Harmon with all the information. I'm Dan Byers soaking it in. So glad to have you with us. Coming up next, don't worry, we didn't leave the running backs out. We give you who Mike Harmon's top 10 tailbacks of the upcoming season are after our top one Sunday morning anchor, Isaac Lohenkron. Gives us the latest of what's happening in sports. Hello, Isaac. Hello, good morning, Dan and Michael. College football is back. And on Saturday night in Hawaii's 43-34 victory at Colorado State, Cole McDonald threw for 418 and three touchdowns, including this one. McDonald is looking. McDonald throwing a deep ball. Has a receiver. Cedric Bird is gone to the house. Touchdown, Hawaii. Cedric Bird got a step and he was gone, gone goodbye. Bobby Kerr on the call on KKEA. Nico Evans ran for 190 and two TDs in Wyoming's 29-7 victory at New Mexico. Baseball Saturday night. Denard spans home run. At the top of the 10th was the difference as the Mariners won at Arizona 4-3. Edwin Diaz his 50th save. The Dodgers and Padres were tied in the bottom of the 12th when a power outage caused a 19-minute delay. After the delay, Turner first pitch pops it up into short right. This is going to be trouble, and it drops in for a base hit. Here comes Kemp. He's on his way home, and the Dodgers win it. Dodgers beat the Padres five to four. Charlie Stider, the call on AM five seventy LA Sports. It was the second power outage at Dodger Stadium in the last month giving us a chance to revisit the greatest soundbite in sports power outage history, courtesy of NBC4LA, from Isaiah, a 10-year-old Dodger fan visiting from Maine. Listen. At first, the power outage looked like it was going to be like something very exciting. I quickly grew bored, and boredom is something that I <laughs> will not stand up for. Look for Isaiah soon on FS1. Dan and Michael, <laughs> like back to you. Well, either that or on the floor of the house. I mean, that's filibustering 101. Let, let's take the easy. Let's take the easy joke here. Maybe it's the third power outage because the Dodgers with runners in scoring position lately have, uh, yeah, they've had their own issues. So there that's you my go. guy right yeah. there. That's Dan Byer for you, everybody. Low At Dan Byer on Fox. Low-hanging fruit. So glad to have you with us. Thank you, Isaac, as we're coming to you live for the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. It is our fantasy football preview special here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in about 45 minutes, we start to unveil our Fox Sports Radio host, 
Mock Draft. Yes, hosts from around the network participate in a standard league mock draft, PPR league, 12 teams, 12 picks made by 12 different hosts. It's something that you're not going to want to miss. Feedback is already coming in on the rankings of Mike Harmon's wide receivers, including a buddy of mine in my league who drafted Stephon Diggs early on and liked him that you had him in your top 10. Not too bad, Mike. Always like the pat on the back, Dan. Of course, I'll take the vitriol as well. At Swollen Dome, we're always working to do things better, always recalculating and tweaking that algorithm, and maybe there's something I missed. Keep me honest. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. And, Mike, let's go looking for some, uh, I don't know, top running backs maybe? Harmon's Top 10 Running Backs. Let's lock and load at the top, even if there's a regression, even if there's a little bit of a pullback. The numbers put up by Todd Gurley a year ago uh, after he was freed from the shackles of a Jeff Fisher system uh, led to massive gains. You've got a better defense, uh, assuming they don't beat each other up in the locker room because uh, you got all sorts of crazy back there. If Wade Phillips can keep them together, he's got a Boston Canton. Uh, but offensively, you've got weapons galore. You know, you got Jared Goff taking another step forward. I'm looking for Gurley to have a, another big run. Uh, at number two, just just leave him. Uh, it's Le'Veon Bell. He's going to have a huge workload, and the numbers, both as a runner and receiver, it just – speaks for itself when when the tipping point comes i don't know but for this year you're going to expect a heavy workload each and every week while he's there Steelers will use him up the back and forth i think is is either Gurley or bell bell or Gurley. i i love some of the other backs but realistically as you said if Gurley even has just a little bit of regression what you expect He's still near the top. And we've talked about Le'Veon Bell's 700 touches for this upcoming season where he will be used, 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 and then used some more for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it makes sense that they're on top of the rankings. Number three, David Johnson of your Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Over-under in Vegas for his rushing yard is only at like 905 or something like that the last I looked. Uh, I'll take the over. Uh, Better (laughs) offensive line. Still some questions as to the the quarterback. You've got Bradford, who's – Played well when he's healthy, and we always have to underline that with him when he's healthy. Uh, you got Larry Fitzgerald still getting it done. Not the same explosiveness, but the overall numbers are there. Still can put up a pile of catches and move the chains for you. Give you keep him honest. Christian Kirk downfield like that what we've seen from the preseason of him. So uh, with a better offensive line, I think there's an opportunity here because remember Johnson's injury wasn't to his legs. Uh, so, you know, when everybody looks at the stats and say, oh, yeah, you missed last year, just remember. While there may be a recurrence if he takes a snap wrong or, you know, it's a, got a, a possibility of a re-injury because of, you know, the delicate nature of the bones there uh, in the wrist. But otherwise, you know, there's an opportunity for big things there. Uh, Kareem Hunt coming in at number four from your Kansas City Chiefs. We talk about balance, talk about definition uh, when you go through. Oh, wait, that's the workout schedule, Dan. That's what we put up in the board for us <laughs> in terms of getting swole and not letting the chicken wings and, and dietary uh, problems of football season get us. And we'll make sure to have those tips out for you uh, as well. But Kareem Hunt, massive year a year ago. And stretching the field, as Mahomes will do, can only yield bigger returns for him. 
I love the Kansas City Chiefs this year offensively. And we know that there's holes defensively as well. So while Pat Mahomes may have some growing pains, may turn the ball over a a little bit more often than what Andy Reid would like, I don't think that their defense is good enough to stop anyone. So I I love – they're going to have to either run the ball to keep their defense off the field or all these Chiefs are going to be getting in on the action, and, and Hunt is definitely one of those guys. A little bit of a track me. Reminder that we're brought to you by Geico. What's it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. Number five, Ezekiel Elliott. Five 100-yard games a year ago, uh, even with the suspension. Yeah, there's some questions about the receiving core, uh, but he's a beast, tried and true. The workload continues. Number six for me, Melvin Gordon of your Los Angeles Chargers. Did the analysis a little bit with Keenan Allen before of that defense being able to set things up. Uh, yes, Eckler will eat into some of the touches and keep him from, from again, working out uh, too too early so you can get him deeper in because they're banking on a postseason run. So you get him there. Alvin Kamara coming in at number seven for me, perhaps a little lower than consensus. Mark Ingram didn't go anywhere. He suspended a couple of games. He'll be back and be the goal line beast once again. So I think with Kamara, people are trying to push him to the front, saying, look at all those carries and touches he'll get in weeks one through three. No, no, no. They're not going to be stupid. You'll have a second guy, tertiary guy, and you'll have Drew Brees spreading the ball around. 8, 9, 10, this is where we start to get shuffle things up a little bit. Uh, Leonard Fournette, for me, slimmed down. I think he'll have a bigger role in the passing game. Uh, they like what they've seen in the preseason. I'll take him for a big role. Number nine, Saquon Barkley, one of the most interesting and sometimes controversial picks uh, of the early fantasy season. And going back to the regular draft, right? They're already writing the back mm-hmm. pages of the fish rag saying, where was Sam Darnold? Why did you blunder? This was blunderful, uh, was pretty good uh, headline the other day. Uh, and then for me, number 10, Jordan Howard of your Chicago Bears sitting there, tried and true between the tackles. Cohen's going to come in and he'll siphon off some of the the running game or the passing game I should say uh, but expecting Mitchell Trubisky to try to mitigate the growing pains by leaning on the run game. Howard is one of those guys that I think is so under the radar Mike because of with Matt Nagy coming in we've heard a lot you mentioned Tariq Cohen Trey Burton they're thinking is going to be much more involved as he's arrived in Chicago Allen Robinson is now there so you hear about all these other parts and and Mitchell Trubisky's growth when he actually plays but what you're what you're not talking about is Jordan Howard who's really been the only consistent thing the Bears have had over the last couple seasons well that's the big thing is it hasn't been sexy they haven't been win totals I mean he sits at what, 1,100 yards last year, 1,300 the year before. He's only missed one game in his career thus far, total of 52 receptions, so it doesn't necessarily move the needle there. So he becomes a forgotten man, but he's still a bell cow running back, and, and the Bears are are really insisting that he'll see time on third downs that he won't shuffle off altogether. So there, there's potential there, and I think in some leagues he's being drafted as a 14th or 15th back. I think you're getting pretty good value. What we will do is we will put Mike Harmon's top 10 wide receivers and running backs. We'll put them on Twitter. We'll retweet them for you as well. We'll put it on Fox Sports Radio, at Fox Sports Radio. You can also find Mike at Swollen Dome on Twitter. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app and Sirius XM Channel 83. It is the Fox Sports Radio 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special. He's Mike Harmon right now in San Diego. I'm in the great state of Wisconsin in the beautiful city of Milwaukee. We have got you covered coast to coast for fantasy football in the 2018 seasons. Coming to you live for the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, not all fantasy situations 
are pretty. We will explain why next here on Fox Sports Radio. It's our Fox Sports Radio 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Mike Harmon. So glad to have you with us. We love to hear your feedback. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. Love to hear if you have any questions as well. Mike, they can get you on Twitter where? Find me over at Swollen Dome. And later on today, we'll have uh, rankings and some early news and notes for you at SwollenDome.com as well. And the rankings of Mike Harmon for the wide receivers and running backs, which we just went over, you can find at Fox Sports Radio. It'll be coming up on Twitter. And if you just missed him, don't worry. Just go to iTunes, subscribe to Fox Sports Radio Weekends. You can download the show every single week there, and you can hear Mike's rankings. Now, we told you a little bit ago that not all fantasy situations are good, and that brings us to a new segment here on Fox Sports Radio called... Fantasy Wasteland. That is unbelievable! <laughs> yeah! I think, Harvard, you're the one to tournament Fantasy Wasteland. But uh, places that maybe you're not going to find fantasy success around the NFL. Well, I think when you're looking at teams that for... Normally, I like to just say, hey, the, the helmet doesn't matter. But let's call it what it is. There's some teams that it's awful difficult to go too deep on the depth chart to find some success. One of those uh, is the Dallas Cowboys. We got Ezekiel Elliott. That's great. He's top five. That's exciting. Set it, forget it, and, and let him go about his business. Dak Prescott, mid to late number two. If you pass on him, I don't think you're going to cry too much. There might be some highs over the course of the season, but who's he throwing the ball to? That's the big question we still have, and you already have some injuries and problems on the offensive line. Uh, all, all good things to, to Frederick, hopefully uh, good health for him. Uh, you look at the New York football Jets. Yeah, Sam Darnold's a great headline. What's going on there? Uh, Isaiah Crowell, no thanks. Bilal Powell, if I'm in a PPR league. And then you got uh, the wide receivers are, are, are Jags. They're they're just guys. There's nobody that stands out. Might be able to pop up on the radar for a game or two when you have bye week blues or some injuries. Uh, Robbie Anderson or one of those players pops up. But that'll be fine. Uh, you got the Miami Dolphins. Stills the third or a fourth wide receiver. Nobody's drafted Tannehill. Kenyon Drake is a low-end number two. Potential upside. We saw some explosiveness, but it doesn't necessarily translate. Uh, the Washington Redskins. How deep are you going in that? Do you, how deep do I have to go on the analysis? Uh, Alex Smith, mid-number two if you want to push things. Jordan Reed if you like to gamble with guys that get hurt with regularity. And then otherwise you've got a muddled backfield that just brought in Adrian Peterson. You want to roll a dice on one guy to be your leader at the end of the, the preseason and, and wins in that committee? Fine, but I'm not going to be that guy. I... Looking at the Miami Dolphins, Mike, I'm even I'm even hesitant to draft Kenyon Drake because of yeah. what they've got in the backfield. It's it's a scary spot in Miami for, for me. You mentioned Washington as as your last one, but when you said Miami, I thought that was number one on the list. I just I I wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel right. I wouldn't feel confident starting a Dolphin and having to sit watching a Dolphin game hoping for fantasy success. Yeah, I'll give you one more. We'll make it a nice five. Uh, the Oakland Raiders. What? Marshawn Lynch, I have no idea. Amari Cooper, I like him. Do I love him? No. Uh, and and Derek Carr, he's a mid to late number two quarterback right now. Jordy Nelson, wishing, wanting, hoping he's ready to dominate. That's going to be a big proposition for them and a, lot, a key to their success. Losing Michael Crabtree, I believe, is actually a, a bad thing for this offense. 
He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Beyer. That's your fantasy wasteland for the 2018 NFL season. Teams where, yeah, you're not going to find much. Reach us on Twitter again. Get Mike at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. We found out who the hot plays in cold sores at the quarterback position were. We'll tell you who they are in the backfield next on Fox Sports Radio. Mike Harmon makes a living. Yeah, Mike Harmon makes a living giving fantasy advice. And Mike Harmon will go on radio shows across the country, across this network, and on his own show that he has weeknights with Jason Smith on Fox Sports Radio, giving fantasy knowledge to those that need it. Well, in about 20 minutes, we turn the tables. The hosts of Fox Sports Radio will be the ones making the picks, and Mike Harmon can analyze those picks. Are you looking forward to breaking down the who made the great pick and who not so much in the Fox Sports Radio host draft coming up in about 20 minutes? Well, yeah, I love it, but obviously you kill them with kindness because the walls have ears, and you know sometimes folks might come in like Hulkamania in the 80s uh, and try to take me down, so you got to keep your eyes peeled. But uh, I'm curious to see exactly what the the drafting strategies are, and, and that's really what we're going to try to peel back once we look at these these selections from the other hosts on the network. I think it's going to be a fun fun run through 12 players, and, and we'll see exactly how it shakes out relative to what a, I would guess, normal fantasy draft board looks like? Because I'm going to go out on a limb and say we probably have a couple of surprises in there. I am sure that we do. <laughs> he is Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Bayer. It is the Fox Sports Radio 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Here's the deal. I know you may think this is dirty pool, but this is the way it goes. If you want to tweet us either at Dan Bayer on Fox or at Swollen Dome, You could do both as well. It's the only way for us to answer your question on Twitter. So, for example, Doug Diggler's been a longtime listener of the show. He follows both of us. He tweets in. He's got a draft late today in his keeper league. Who should he keep? Demarius Thomas, a fourth-rounder. Mark Ingram, a sixth-rounder. Cooper Cup, a twelfth-rounder. So I assume, Mike, if he holds over, he's going to lose those picks in those rounds. Do you like him holding over any of those three players? I'll take uh, Mark Ingram where he's going to lose that that pick. Uh, Cooper Cup, interesting, but you could cast him back. I think if you want to go redraft him, he'll be available to you. Demarius Thomas, still the jury out as to exactly what we have going. Case Keenum uh, starting to assert himself and, and take that job back over, but certainly for Denver, it's been a question. For Demarius Thomas, you're also looking at a guy who's had some drops, had some problems. Uh, I know the off-field stuff of trying to get his mom and, and grandma situated and, and their life restarted after uh, jail time. Like, it's, a, it's a whole story. You can find it on, uh, on the Google machine, uh, perhaps being able to put that aside and get back to just the concentration on football would be good for him. Uh, and the arrival of uh, Cortland Sutton should help as well. You can find Mike Harmon again on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. At Fox Sports Radio's Twitter handle, just tweeted out Mike's top 10 fantasy wide receivers that he unveiled last hour here on Fox Sports Radio. So it's something that you do not want to miss. From wide receivers to running backs. Yes, we will tell you who is hot and who is not in the running back position as we continue with our favorite theme. First of all, let's get the... uh, I guess hot plays, if you will, for the running back position for 2018, Mike Harmon. Guys that you got to get into your lineup that you got to draft for the 2018 season. Hot right, we're plays. Gonna push, 
it still just, just still just gets me, Dan. <laughs> I know. Still, uh, you know. I know. Can, it gets can, me Sam, too. can you hit that again? Hot plays. We've arrived. We've arrived. We've done this so long, and now we've got imaging. Hey, it's all good. Hot plays for the running back position for the 2018 season. Well, it just means I don't have to go into the slide over baby hour voice that we use during the regular week and go deep. Uh, I can I can leave that to the big voice guy. Uh, look, I'm going to go out of the top ten because, well, we know those are your consensus players uh, at the position. When we get a little bit deeper, uh, I'm looking at Joe Mixon in Cincinnati taking over a, a full-time role. He'll catch the ball out of the backfield. And I think he's going to have to play a huge role for this team. Tyler Eifert coming off another injury-shortened run. Uh, and Andy Dalton trying to find a safety valve. I think Mixon is that guy, the explosiveness. And this is the year he picks things up. Alex Collins in Baltimore. Baltimore, an intriguing squad. I know they've got the suspension uh, in the defensive backfield. But you look at their defense overall, it's one of your top ranked in the league. Should be able to give Joe Flacco some shorter fields. And that means that Collins, being the guy, the really the, the workhorse for them, probably 18, 22 touches a game. Some big opportunity for him as a mid-number two selection on your draft board. And then we go even deeper. We go back to Denver. We look at Royce Freeman, a guy who's going to win that running back job. Uh, a big opportunity in college he piles up carries has the speed once he gets to the second level i think there's an opportunity for him to burst through and give people good returns based on where he is on the draft board uh and then finally uh perhaps a little bit more sleeper ninja option for you uh is carry on johnson of the detroit lions yes you've got theo riddick he's more a wide receiver and then you have LeGarrette Blunt, who's been in mothballs during the preseason. We'll see more of him uh, as we go, and we did a little bit more this week. But for Johnson, explosive playmaker, uh, the rookie should see a pretty decent number of touches. And being drafted as a flex player, I think he far out exceeds that when it's all said and done. The hot plays at running back, Joe Mixon, Alex Collins, Royce Freeman, and Kerry and Johnson. People know about Royce Freeman. He went early last night in our draft that I had with, with my buddies that we've done for 20-plus years, a lot earlier than I thought he would. And Alex Collins talking to to you, talking to others as well. If you have Alex Collins on your team, I know it may not be sexy, Mike, but when he gives you 160 yards rushing or 110 yards rushing and a touchdown, that's not going to be bad to have in your lineup. So it may not be the sexy pick, but I love Alex Collins' value in fantasy drafts this year. Yeah, it's just one of those, if we're going to get that kind of consistent workload, and let's face it, there's very few guys, once we get past that initial crush of those guys that are mostly hybrids in terms of running and, and catching passes, with, with Collins, he's an old-school running back. He's going to carry the ball between the tackles 18, 20 times, try to get a lean, and eventually you hope that the dam breaks. They brought in some new wide receivers. You got Crabtree there. You, you brought in Willie Sneed the fourth. We'll see how much of a role he actually takes. But for Joe Flacco, you do have some downfield weapons. So uh, the loss of Hurst is big, though. Their first-round pick to the broken foot. Uh, that was a guy they were expecting to pay a, a immediate dividends. But for Collins, I think you got good value where he is on the board. Sure, there are the hot plays, but then there's the other side of the coin as well. Cold sores. These are the players that you don't want to look at, you don't want to see, you don't want to touch, you don't want anything to do with at the running back position for the 2018 NFL season. 
I tell you what, one of the guys on the draft board, I love him as a player, electric to watch, and and you hope for those successes. But other than being a PPR monster, look, if you're a PPR league, fine. Draft him where he's going off your board. But Christian McCaffrey, I believe, is overdrafted in a lot of leagues right now with expectations that suddenly he becomes a workhorse. There's a lot of reasons I don't think that works here. Uh, You brought in C.J. Anderson who's a former 1,000-yard rusher in Denver. I think he's still uh, going to be a big part of this offense to try to create balance and keep McCaffrey from getting worn down. You also look at the loss of the two tackles. We talked about it a little bit in the analysis of Cam Newton, where you're looking at Williams down with a, an MCL injury and a patella, and Matt Khalil had to have knee surgery, so he's a week-to-week evaluation. going to be a tough proposition with that front five right off the jump as much as – they, everybody enjoyed him running for 91 yards and Indomitian Sue chiming in on Instagram. Uh, there's only so far you can go with that. Uh, Jarek McKinnon in San Francisco being drafted on average between the 13th and 15th running back off the board. I raise my hand and I say, why? Why? Yeah, what has he shown that suddenly he, it, people think he's going to be a, a guy that's taking on some huge workload? Matt Breida being drafted as a fourth running back is where the value is in that San Francisco backfield. If you want to go for a deep sleeper ninja, potential number one running back for a team, I think he's more likely to be the the male carrier for them on over the long haul than McKinnon is. McKinnon's going to catch the ball out of the backfield. We saw that during his time with Minnesota, but a difficult proposition to go too far there. And then as a number two, don't like him. You can keep him. Lamar Miller, who is drafted 18th, 19th. He's around that Kenyon Drake and Jay Ajayi and, and even ahead of Freeman and, and Mark Ingram. And that, this is this is difficult to watch at, at times. We look at the, the draft board, and when we look at Lamar Miller, you're talking about a guy last year, six touchdowns, that's fine. He had one 100-yard game, and that's total yards. One 100-yard <laughs> game. Uh, awful difficult to get Ouch. too excited there, uh, especially with Dante Foreman, especially uh, looking like he's going to take on a much bigger role. The Christian McCaffrey hype, Mike, we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And it was the second preseason game where he ripped off the 70-yard touchdown run. And this past weekend was the high volume. I drank the Kool-Aid, Mike. I drafted him early last night. You went and grabbed him? Yeah, I did. I I fell. I hook, line, and sinker. I bought into the hype that you warned me about. Don't do it. And I fell into it. Uh, Well, hey, at least I don't have Lamar Miller. And, you know, the other thing about Jarek McKinnon is is one of your cold sores. Remember last year when Carlos Hyde actually was, was running well for the San Francisco 49ers? All of a sudden, there was a game against the Colts where he didn't play. Well, like right. Matt Breida, you know, you mentioned Matt Breida's existence in that backfield. That makes me tend to think that, you know, there could be weeks where Kyle Shanahan's just like, yeah, we're going to go with the Breida load this week. And you have no idea when that's coming. Yeah, no, that that's one of the big things with this offense. The Shanahan's got a lot of moving parts. We like bits in the wide receiver core, right? We talked about Kittle. You look at Marquise Goodwin, who another mistake by Buffalo. How many of those guys still have their job beyond me? Uh, given a number of errors along the way. They just basically wanted him as a track star. You run sprints, 
and occasionally will throw it up. But he goes to San Francisco, and suddenly he's a go-to receiver. And Pierre Garçon coming off the injury. There's some stuff to like there. Just how it shakes out in terms of touches and overall productivity uh, leaves me uh, wanting and leaves me curious. Does it mean that Shanahan's going to flop? No. Uh, But to think that it automatically works. He doesn't have Julio Jones. He doesn't have doesn't have just go through the weapons that they had in Atlanta. Okay, it's not it's apples to oranges. <laughs> this is the 2018 fantasy football preview special here on Fox Sports Radio. Mike Harmon's hot plays at the running back position: Joe Mixon, Alex Collins, Royce Freeman, and Kerryon Johnson. The cold source guys to stay away from: Christian McCaffrey, Jarek McKinnon, Lamar Miller. Guys who are maybe being overdrafted in their leagues right now. That's at the running back position. Of course, you're going to want to take Todd Gurley. Of course, you're going to want to take Le'Veon Bell. Those were the top two running backs in Mike Mike's rankings that he had earlier in the show. What hot plays and cold sores are here for is to tell you the guys that may not be on your radar, guys who are flying under that radar, if you will, if I keep on wanting to use radar analogies. That's what the hot plays and cold sores are for, and Mike Harmon delivers once again. If you want to reach Mike on Twitter, find him at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Mike, it's time to turn the tables. Are you ready for this? Let's go. Coming up next, we hold our Fox Sports Radio host mock draft. Yeah, That's coming up. Mike Harmon gives you analysis from each of the picks made by hosts on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, build them up just to tear them down, right, Mike? That's exactly right. (laughs) We do it next year on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. So glad to have you with us. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can listen on Sirius XM Channel 83 if you aren't listening on your local affiliate. And if you ever miss it in any of the variety of ways that you can hear the show, Don't worry, we got you covered. Just go to iTunes, subscribe to Fox Sports Radio Weekends, download the show every single week. If you've missed the first hour and 20 minutes, you've missed Mike Harmon's rankings of the top 10 wide receivers in the fantasy football season. You've missed his rankings of the top 10 running backs. He's broken down the hot hot plays and cold sores of the quarterback position and the running back position and also gave you a glimpse of what is in the fantasy wasteland where there are some dry markets in the NFL when it comes to fantasy. Success. If you missed any of that, again, just go to iTunes and subscribe to Fox Sports Radio Weekends and download the show every single week. Reach us on Twitter. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. Mike, they can get you at. You can find me over at Swollen Dome. Hey, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? Dan, it means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Now, Mike Harmon's top 10 rankings of wide receivers and running backs are already on Twitter. You can find it at the Fox Sports Radio Twitter handle. Already getting feedback on Mike Harmon's top tens. And Sweet. So, yes, Mike is getting feedback on those picks. But now it's time to turn the tables, if you will. Yes, Mike Harmon, it is that time. The Fox Sports Radio host, NFL Fantasy Mock Draft. 
We put the Fox Sports Radio host to test. Across this great network, we had them make draft picks in what would be a standard PPR fantasy football league. We have 12 selections. This is how a first round would go, according to Fox Sports Radio. Mike Harmon is going to analyze each of the picks. Mike Harmon, are you ready to go? Let's get it on. We get big opinions. We like to uh, toss it up and, and stir the pot. Let's go. All right. Well, it looks like that the card is in for the uh, first overall pick. Yeah, let's go to the podium. With the first overall pick, I, Clay Travis, he of the perfect hair, select Antonio Brown. Wow. The wide receiver position goes number one overall. Your thoughts on Antonio Brown being taken by Clay Travis. I'll tell you what. I I first off would never expect Clay to go with the the consensus, right, to go with the – safe, easy, running back opportunity. So I like the the zag here uh, going against the grain. You look at Antonio Brown, five straight 100 reception seasons, at least 1,284 receiving yards in each of those seasons and, and piling up touchdowns, eight or more touchdowns in each of those seasons as well, including three double-digit performances. Awful tough to argue with a guy who's been the model of consistency at the position. Uh, a little off the beaten path, right? Because mostly we have running backs, but for Antonio Brown, uh, you want that lockstep number one, no-risk player, and that's exactly what Clay Travis took here at number one. So Clay Travis is at number one. The draft order plays out like this. Doug Gottlieb selects at number two, followed by Steve Gorman, JT the Brick, Ben Maller, and Jeffrey Gorman. That's your first six picks for our fantasy mock draft. We've got picks 7 through 12 coming up a little bit later on. Hey, why waste any time? The pick for number two overall is in. Let's go to the podium. With the second overall pick, I, Doug Gottlieb, select... David Johnson of the Arizona Cardinals. Wow, the first running back, go. and it's it's David Johnson by Doug. Well, Doug, Doug must have uh, heard what we had to say a little bit uh, about David Johnson, right? You're looking at a guy coming off the wrist injury, better O-line. Still some questions as to how these receivers shake out beyond Larry Fitzgerald. Christian Kirk's a nice you know, deep ninja type player has acquitted himself well here in the preseason. Bradford under center, Rosen getting some snaps. Uh, But for for David Johnson, I think he's a guy that you've got the 2,000-yard tag on him if he can stay healthy. All the efforts out of the backfield as a receiver makes him a guy that, while it might be a little unconventional, might not be the, the number one running back that we'd expect He's, he's also a guy that's that's definitely in the mix if we want to argue it all the way through. And so I think Doug takes takes a little bit, again, like Clay, goes a little bit left to center uh, and comes up with a pick I like. On our training camp tour with the Doug Gottlieb Show, we went to Cowboys camp where Ezekiel Elliott was. We went to Rams camp where Todd Gurley was. We went to Chargers camp where Melvin Gordon was. And Doug ends up going to none of those three places ends up going to the desert. Hey, let's go to Nashville, where the third overall pick is in by one Steve Gorman. With the third pick in the Fox Sports Radio Mock Fantasy Draft, I, Steve Gorman, select Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys. There you go. All right. So Todd Gurley bounces down on the draft board. This is where if it was really like draft day of the movie, or an actual, you know, NFL draft. People are scrambling. They're fielding calls sure. to move yeah, up. Yeah, what's going on with Gurley? Yeah, all sorts of. Uh, well, I, I think 
people just expecting him to fall off after uh, and maybe fall down uh, after a big workload and big production a year ago. And, and maybe, you know, to some degree, look, we're all we're all guys that, you know, we, we may overthink things sometime to make our point, Dan. <laughs> well, I've been guilty of it, uh, well, 37 times a day. So here's an opportunity as well in your fantasy draft that sometimes we do it. But uh, you look at Ezekiel Elliott, five 100-yard games last year, even though he was suspended, that put him among the leaders in the National Football League. Uh, and, and let's face it with no discernible go-to wide receiver you're just going to run the football as often as you can try to free things up eventually maybe Elliott picks up more in the passing game but when you're looking at opportunities and just knowing that he's got to be the bell cow for them to do anything offensively I think it's it's one of those safe kind of opportunities here for Steve Gorman so Antonio Brown goes one to Clay Travis David Johnson goes to Doug Gottlieb at number two Steve Gorman goes Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott with the number three overall pick. That means JT the Brick is on the clock. Oh, the clock is stopped. That must mean oh boy, JT's pick is in. With the fourth pick in the Fox Sports Radio Mock Fantasy Draft, I, JT the Brick, start the car. Derek Carr, number four, the silver and black. <laughs> right, I'm going right, early with right, Carr. Well, all right. Start the car. <laughs> Derek Carr goes fourth in our Fox Sports Radio host mock draft. I like the enthusiasm. I like the excitement and that he believes that there's going to be a big opportunity here. 28 touchdowns, 2016, 22 a year ago. That quarterback rating fell to an 86. Uh, completion percentage, about the same, looking at about 63%. You, you lose the red zone opportunist in Michael Crabtree, hoping that Jordy Nels could become that guy. Uh, and just from the straight quarterback perspective, you know, Derek Carr is not a guy I have ranked highly. So for JT to push in, this is a little bit of, hey, I believe in my guy, uh, his affiliation with the Raiders. Also just the, the opportunity uh, to be – the quarterback draft coming up early, right? So most of the times, if you're going to crack that in between the wide receivers and running back, it's going to be Rodgers. But the teachable moment of you can wait for quarterbacks. You don't have to go reaching up. Most guys, I know you did your draft last night, Dan, the ones I've been in, you get a couple of those guys off the board early, maybe Watson, maybe maybe Rodgers and Brady. But for the most part, guys are going in the fifth, sixth, seventh round. I've drafted Drew Brees in the seventh round. Mark Willard, who's part of our draft, and I saw him at, at the draft event last night. Back end of the seventh round, he was able to get Drew Brees. So this is just one of those, all right, I, I, I like the enthusiasm for your guy, and that's also fandom, right? You, you get into what brought you to football and fantasy football altogether is you're a fan, and you want your guys around. So uh, there's there's a hundred million ways to win fantasy leagues. I don't know that Derek Carr is doing it, but he fits into a couple of the philosophies that we just uh, outlined in terms of how guys pers- – and and women participate well mike this just in reaction after the jt the brick pick of Derek carr the boobers came oh, out no. here we go they're not happy they are not happy they wanted a running back instead they got the quarterback in the silver and black oh wait time's up pick is in for number five let's go to the podium where well let's let's find out who's it going to be for ben maller all right, guys, I'm very excited about this. Now, I've been at Fox Sports Radio for a long time. This is my first chance to do a fantasy draft on the air, 
and I want to be – just imagine I'm the commissioner. Just imagine I am the commissioner of the NFL <laughs> with the fifth pick in the Fox Sports Radio fantasy draft. I, Ben Maller, picking for myself, select running back Todd Gurley from the L.A. Rams. He might have the name of a Gurley, but he is going to be the number one fantasy player this year because you can ram it all day and you can ram it all night. That from Ben Maller and his best commission imitation. Todd Gurley's finally off the board. There you go. Ram it all day and ram it all night. And it's the old 70s theme song that they had. Uh, it was later redone as part of a bit by Elton John and Ryan Seacrest. You can find that on the Google machine. Have a little <laughs> bit of fun with it as you go. Hey, when you got Elton John on the piano singing Ram It, uh, we talked about Gurley. 19 total touchdowns a year ago. You got an offense that was unshackled as Jeff Fisher went away. So opportunities downfield. They bring back Brandon Cooks on the big contract. You look at Cooper Cup. You've got weapons in this offense, and Todd Gurley should have his opportunities if that defense plays to expectations. Even if there's a regression, he's still, to me, the top running back off the board, and Ben gets value at five. Finally, the sixth pick is in, made by one Jeffrey Gorman of Steve Gorman Sports. Let's hear the pick. With the sixth pick in the fantasy mock draft by Fox Sports Radio hosts, I, Jeffrey Gorman, select Christian McCaffrey, running back, Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Jeffrey, in his best voice guy imitation, takes old Christian McCaffrey, who was a cold sore for your running backs, Mike. I thought he was going to follow up by going, brought to you by. Uh, no, so you have McCaffrey, huge PPR opportunist here. And so there's going to be value. He's going to have some jailbreak opportunities. There's no question about it. Just from a consistency standpoint, we're talking about winning week to week for me. is It's going to be a difficult proposition with him as your, your number one because there's going to be some famine games mixed in there because he's not going to be the bell cow between the tackles. They, they just can't do that, especially behind a, a battered offensive line. Love him for his 15 touches. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of opportunity as a receiver uh, going through the numbers. We look at you had 10 games last year with at least five receptions. So in PPR, you're going to get there. Seven total touchdowns, only two 100-yard games. That's two total uh, games, uh, total yard games of 100 yards. Did not have one as a rusher. So might get an uptick there, but a bit of a reach here for Jeffrey. All right, half of our Fox Sports Radio host mock draft is done. Picks one through six are in. Clay Travis takes Antonio Brown. Doug Gottlieb grabs David Johnson. Steve Gorman goes with Ezekiel Elliott. The shocker, JT the Brick, and maybe this shouldn't be a shocker, takes Raiders quarterback Derek Carr. Ben Maller gets the steal of the draft right now with Todd Gurley at five. Jeffrey Gorman takes Christian McCaffrey at number six. Tom Looney, yes, part of the JT the Brick and Tom Looney show here on Fox Sports Radio, is on the clock at number seven. We'll see how Looney Tom gets with his seventh overall pick. But first, let's go to Isaac Lohenkron for the latest of what's happening in the world of sports. Hello, Isaac. Hello, Dan and Michael. Tiger Woods on the course as we speak in the final round of the Northern Trust Open. He parred the first hole, then birdied the par three second hole, so he's at four under overall, 12 shots behind leader Bryson DeChambeau. College football is back, and on Saturday night, Cole McDonald threw for 418 and three touchdowns in Hawaii's 43-34 victory at Colorado State. Nico Evans ran for 190 and two TDs in Wyoming's 29-7 victory at New Mexico. 
Baseball Saturday night. Denard spans home run in the top of the 10th was the difference as the Mariners won at Arizona 4-3. Edwin Diaz, his 50th save. The Dodgers and Padres were tied at four in the bottom of the 12th when there was a power failure at Dodger Stadium. Here's how it sounded the moment the lights went out, courtesy of a Dodger fan named Dave. Listen. Yeah. And then after a 19-minute delay, <laughs> another yeah for Dodger fans, Dave included. Turner, first pitch, pops it up into short right. This is going to be trouble, and it drops in for a base hit. Here comes Kemp. He's on his way home, and the Dodgers win it. Dodgers beat the Padres 5-4. to four. Charlie Sounder, the call on AM570 LA Sports. And Dan and Michael, uh, Fox Sports' Jay Glazer has just tweeted out in advance Tom Looney's seventh pick in the Fox Sports radio draft, but I'll let you and Tom himself break that story. Back to you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Isaac. It is the Fox Sports Radio 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live with the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Mike Harmon, are you ready to dive in to the second half of our Fox Sports Radio host mock draft? So far, so good. Let's get back after it. Let's get it rolling, guys. The Fox Sports Radio host, NFL Fantasy Mock Draft. Yeah, pick number seven is in. I'm Dan Beyer. That's Mike Harmon. This is one Thomas Looney. Hey, it's Looney. Tom Looney. With pick number seven, I take number four from the Houston Texans. He's ready to pick up where he left off. Quarterback Deshaun Watson. Now, I wasn't expecting Deshaun Watson to be the second quarterback off the board, Mike, but... You like Deshaun Watson this season, and I think maybe a better pick than the quarterback that we saw earlier in the draft. Yes, there's no question about it. Watson, <laughs> number four on my board. Uh, you know what? You, this is also another lesson. You know, if you're playing with your friends, they they have tendencies. They have things that you're going to be able to take from their comments as you watch games together. With Looney, we know he loves quarterbacks that use their feet, guys that are on the run, and Deshaun Watson is that guy. And for Tom Looney... Uh, that means he's going to get a tank top with Deshaun Watson's face on it uh, for this year. 19 touchdowns, 8 interceptions a year ago, 1,700 yards before the injury, uh, looking at a completion rate of about 62%. You'll take it, especially with the, the downfield throws. You're looking at Hopkins, more of Fuller getting in the mix. I think a little more Braxton Miller. I think you're going to take some more shots as he comes back into this offense. Uh, curious how much they get out of the running game. That's really the one question here. Uh, and can Watson taking off and as frequently as he does stay upright? But on the board, in terms of pure talent, uh, Looney with a bit of a reach. If we're going to do the quarterbacks in the first round, though, uh, not necessarily going too far off the grid. By the way, I will say this: I know that we are critical of JT's pick of Derek Carr at number four. I wouldn't have had it any other way. Of course, JT's got to go silver and black. Well, he Start has the to. car. Start the car. Well, oh, between that it. and ram it all day, ram it all night, I mean, come on, we've won. <laughs> oh, oh, the eighth pick's already in. And what do you know, Mike Carmen? It is your co-host 
of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh Jason Smith is at the podium with pick number eight. Oh, really? He took Derek Carr? Okay. All right, great. Christian Christian McCaffrey. All right. With the eighth pick in the Fox Sports Radio host draft, I, Jason Smith, select because he's going to come in eventually and they're going to give him the football 500 times. Le'Veon Bell, running back, Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow. There you go. There it uh, again, is, a value pick. Yeah, another value pick based on what you're expecting. Once he shows up, he'll be in shape. That's one of the things people get nervous about. Yeah, maybe you, you could get concerned about a hammy or something like that. Uh, that becomes a lingering issue. But for Le'Veon Bell, we've been down this road before. He'll come in and perform his final year. The Steelers, you and I have talked about it, uh, and it, we've kind of taken the baseball bat to this repeatedly to, to mix sports for a moment, uh, just how much he'll be used. And, and the Steelers will get every last drop of his energy and performance that they can. So for Smith here at pick eight, as much as I'd love to be able to blast him as he did other hosts, uh, I can't. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if NFL, like if Roger Goodell, or, or like, heck, we've had it with, you know, David Akers making fun of the, the Cowboys right? fan. You know, we've had the back and forth. Wouldn't that be next level of a former player ridiculing a previous team's actual pick? Now, that, that, would, be a, that would be something. I, li- I like that. Next level. It is the Fox Sports Radio 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special. We continue with our Fox Sports Radio host mock draft. Pick number nine is in, and it comes from the beautiful city of Cincinnati and one Andy Furman. With the ninth pick in the Fox Sports Radio mock fantasy draft, I, Andy Furman, select A.J. Green, wide receiver from the Bengals. Oh, hometown pick for Andy Furman going with A.J. Green. Home cooking. For me, uh, back end of the top 10, back end WR1 type player here. But you look at him, he is consistent, right? Six of seven years, over 1,000 yards, and then 2016, missed it by 36 yards. Looking at six or more touchdowns, all but one of those years. Again, that was the down 2016 season. So you're looking at the, the opportunity here that you're getting consistent production. And from a fantasy perspective, another teachable moment, right? You, as much as you love the highs and lows of the big plays, you, know, you got a guy like A.J. Green that just goes and, and piles up numbers on a year-to-year basis. So as much as I want to go after the homer pick, and it is a, a bit early, he would have been a back-end second-round guy for me, but for here, for the purposes of you know just knowing the, the sensibilities of our host, this is, a, this is where you got to know your room, Dan, like you're playing poker with them. Uh, the A.J. Green selection, not unexpected. Early, but not unexpected. Let's go to the podium of your partner yesterday, teaming up in San Diego, talking fantasy football. Mark Willard is now on the clock. With the 10th pick in the Fox Sports Radio mock draft, I, Mark Willard, select Alvin Kamara. Running and I have no doubt New he Orleans danced. Yeah. yeah, I have What's no up? doubt that he danced. That he danced when Kamara <laughs> was sitting there for him too. Uh, we talk about band crushes and the jokes of, hey, you might get a tattoo of a guy on your calf or something. Uh, Willard might actually go down that route at some point. He's uh, absolutely infatuated with, with Kamara. And when when we look at the production overall, with Mark Ingram suspended for a couple of weeks off the jump, you're going to see that touch count, at least short-term, rise on the carry count. Only 120 carries a year ago. But I, I don't think they want him to be a 25 uh, carry uh, a back even for those three weeks. I think you'll still see other guys 
creep in, but the production certainly there, red zone efficiency is there, and the 81 receptions sets a, a really nice uh, benchmark for what he's going to be able to do. Uh, nice, easy selection here for Willard. Tom Looney's gone to Sean Watson, Jason Smith at 8 took Le'Veon Bell, Andy Furman, A.J. Green at 9, and Elvin Kamara you just heard at 10. Let's go with the 11th pick and Rob Parker who's on the clock. With the 11th pick in the Fox Sports Radio host draft, I, Rob Parker, select Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't With take emphasis. Senior. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had to get the drop in. A lot of talk of his contract uh, coming up. And for the Giants, they went all in and keeping Eli Manning and letting Sam Darnold go to the other side of town. Uh, you, you have Shepard. You have Ingram. If he, once he clears the concussion protocol. And Barkley, if he gives you that balance in your offense, balance to the forced if we go all nerds, uh, that you're going to have the, uh, well, because they tell us that fantasies for nerds, so why not double up, uh, that you're going to have the opportunity for Beckham to see more uh, one-on-ones and, and go up and just win. So from that perspective, I think uh, it's, it's a fine pick by, by Mr. Parker here. Let's round out the draft with the Prince of Darkness himself, Jonas Knox, with the 12th overall selection, rounding out our Fox Sports Radio mock draft. With the 12th pick in the 2018 Fox Sports Radio mock draft, I, Jonas Knox, select Aaron Rodgers, quarterback, Green Bay Packers. Rodgers off the board, but the third quarterback to be picked in our 12 picks, Mike. I truly enjoyed the way he dragged out his introduction. <laughs> uh, he's waiting for the echo and the reverberation to go through the stadium. I dug that. Uh, Jonas making ample use of his time. At the Jonas Knox on Twitter uh, is where you find him, often teamed up with Dan Beyer. Uh, the two of them uh, battle toe-to-toe in the studios. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, you, you set it and forget it when he's healthy. Uh, the offensive line has had its issues, so looking to see how much they've upgraded there. But when we're talking about consistency at the quarterback position, we're talking about 30 touchdown guys. There are a few that match Rodgers in that regard. He loses Jordy Nelson, so we'll see who steps up. Jimmy Graham, the obvious uh, red zone target there, third. All right, sorry, he had the most red zone targets a year ago with 26. Uh, so he's a guy that will be used early and often uh, as this offense rounds out beyond him and, and Devontae Adams. So uh, I'll take jo- I'll take Jonas's pick there. I'll, lo- I'll look to Aaron Rodgers, especially when you start looking at the way that board shook out. There it is. Your Fox Sports Radio host mock draft picks 1 through 12. They are in the books on our fantasy football preview special. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. A round of applause for the picks and the analysis. Great work, fellas. Coming up next, Mike mentioned Jimmy Graham. Where does Jimmy Graham fall in the world of tight ends? We'll tell you next year on Fox Sports Radio. It's the Fox Sports Radio 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special. I'm Dan Beyer. That's Mike Harmon. Our mock draft with the hosts is in the books. You can see it on Twitter at Fox Sports Radio. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Mike, they can get you at. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Reminder that we're brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Head over to geico.com. Get yourself a free rate quote.
Okay, so we did the mock draft. We had the wide receiver rankings or the running back rankings. Let's take a look at some tight ends. Maybe let's do top five. Nobody wants to do a top ten tight end ranking, so we'll just keep it at five, Mike. The top five tight ends entering the 2018 fantasy football season. Who do you like sitting there in that number one perch? I'm going to go number one. We'll start with Rod. I was waiting for the big voice guy to come over the top on me. Uh, <laughs> We're Rod- leaving the tight ends out of it. Yeah, top two <laughs> difficult as you're trying to parse them out because we've got Gronkowski at number one. You're looking at 1,000 yards a year, the red zone domination. Injuries obviously have played a big role in his career, and we watched that ebb and flow. But at least out of the jump, Edelman's suspension means more for Gronk uh, and more targets to go around. Number two, Travis Kelsey. We've all talked of our man crushes uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs and women crushes as well, too, because, I mean, let's face it, everybody's excited about what this offense can be. Uh, Number three for me, Delaney Walker. Steady as they go, although Marcus Mariota making me uh, feel a little bit nervous with what I've seen this preseason from him. Uh, But Walker, another guy with the 1,000-yard potential. Number four for me, I love the game of Evan Ingram. When everything else was going to hell and people were playing the fiddle and watching it burn. Evan Ingram, consistent last year as a rookie for the Giants. Look for him for a good repeat. And then finally, Zach Ertz. Uh, Some questions about the rest of that receiving core, but steady as they go when he's healthy is Ertz. Coming in as an also-ran in the honorable mention at the six-hole is Kyle Rudolph. I was going to say with Ertz, I've seen him top three, but that Eagles quarterbacking position right now may not be as secure as we thought it was say, nine months ago. Gets you a little bit nervous, right? We're not sure where where Wentz is in his recovery. And then Nick Foles' regression, I think, is the nice term uh, for what we've seen, at least through <laughs> three weeks. I mean, you know the, the scheming, and we can go through all the preseason. Uh, Doug Peterson, I know, was on with you and Jonas and doing the book tour, uh, talking about how disappointed he's been. Uh, but we'll see how quickly that turns around. Big date against Atlanta to open things up. This is the Fox Sports Radio 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Beyer. A Fantasy Football Hall of Famer joins us next here on Fox Sports Radio. Rolling along in our Fantasy Special, our number three. This is what you have missed so far if you're just tuning in. Mike Harmon has given you his rankings for the top 10 running backs and wide receivers in the National Football League entering your fantasy season. Just laid down the top five tight ends. You also have missed his hot plays and cold sores at the quarterback and running back position. And you've missed the Fox Sports Radio host mock draft where hosts from around the network were able to make a pick in what would be a standard PPR league and then Mike Harmon broke down each pick 1 through 12 I could give you a little I'll reveal the curtain a bit if you missed it Antonio Brown went number 1 and Derek Carr of the Oakland Raiders went number four. It was Clay Travis taking Antonio Brown. And, of course, JT the Brick took Derek Carr at four. You can see the entire draft in the first round that we did on Twitter at Fox Sports Radio. I'm on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. And, Mike, they can get you at. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Ranking going up on SwollenDome.com a little later today, as well as a bunch of statistical nuggets to blow your mind and dominate your draft and the water cooler. Now, Mike's longtime friend and a friend of many fantasy players out there, Paul Charchian, a fantasy football Hall of Famer, will join us in about 15 minutes or so. So we'll check in on our annual check-in with Charch, see what he's up to, and find out what's been going on in the world of fantasy this offseason. You two can exchange stories back and forth. Should be a good time. How long have you known Charch for? 
probably a good 15, 16 years at this yeah. point. Long, long time in this fantasy world. Before I was yelling into a microphone with regularity, I was helping build the Yahoo behemoth uh, and their sports and fantasy sports model. So, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of time back in the day as this was a, a budding uh, – industry and and in the infancy of it all and and barking and having it people tell us how insane we were and now you see former players clamoring to do fantasy analysis so welcome aboard now we have done the fantasy show i think this is year number four i think i think this is what yeah with with you and i as we enter it so there have been a lot of a lot of changes and some stuff that we like to carry over and if you are familiar with this show then you'll know what i'm talking about but if you aren't during the fantasy football season weeks one through 17 we like to give you information that you need for that specific week. Now, if you drafted Tom Brady, for example, you're going to play Tom Brady unless he's injured or on a bye. If you drafted Antonio Brown of the Pittsburgh Steelers with your first pick or a first-round pick or a second pick, it shouldn't have taken that long. The point being, you are going to play Antonio Brown every single week that you can as long as he's not on a bye or injured. When we do our hot plays and cold sores, these are some of the names that you just may not be familiar with or don't know necessarily if they're a great matchup or not. So we do that with positions throughout the year, and that's what we are doing with our preview special today. We are giving you the hot plays and cold sores of the 2018 season. Let's see, Mike. We've got the quarterbacks in the books. we got the running backs in the books. So why not let's, uh, yeah, let's do those wide receivers right now. Hot plays. The hot plays for the wide receiver position of the 2018 NFL fantasy football season. Let's get into it, Mike Harmon. Wait, I gotta wipe that tear from my eye. Every time I hear the big voice guy on the show, it just <laughs> it just gets me, Dan. Um Stephon Diggs for me is a top ten receiver. I have a number seven on my wide receiver draft board, as we talked about a little bit earlier. And for most, he's in that teens uh, that they still prefer Adam Thielen. I'm thinking it flips the way this offense will be run and the explosiveness. Thielen more the possession-style receiver with Diggs, the big play, and the touchdown uh, potential. So for me, he's pushed up ahead of the A.J. Greens and some of those other luminaries on the board. So hot play all around for him. Allen Robinson coming off the injury, a bit of a forgotten man for what he was able to do in a subpar environment in Jacksonville. Remember, it wasn't too long ago that it was, uh, well, it was a trash heap in terms of offensive production except for him. Well, now he goes to Chicago, and while the jury is out on Mitchell Trubisky, didn't play in the third preseason game, uh, a lot of hand-wringing and yelling in Chicago over that. Uh, I'll podcast about that a little bit later. Uh, Allen Robinson going as a back-end number two, uh, the potential for great value there for him. I have him all the way up at number 10 uh, on my board uh, as we sit here today. Going a bit, a little bit deeper on guys that are falling, and I'm not quite sure why. Uh, the suspension for Julian Edelman has him being drafted as a number four wide receiver. Look at the target count on a week-to-week basis. And, yes, he's coming off an injury. He's had a full year to heal. You look at what he's been to Tom Brady in the past and what they've done shedding receivers left and right. Edelman at number 42 is an absolute steal on draft boards. And once he gets back, you'll get back to your 10 targets a game as well as the sit-downs in the red zone. So loving him. Going up uh, back in the ranks a little bit. Uh, higher number 37 uh, consensus right now amongst fantasy experts and going deep in drafts Pierre Garçon of San Francisco while I've gone against Jimmy Garoppolo a little bit in terms of the overall hype machine 
Uh, someone's going to catch a ton of passes. We just know that. Completions are going to pile up for somebody. That somebody is Pierre Garçon coming back off an injury of his own. I think that's the theme, making sure that when you're looking at stats, you're taking into account that some of these guys missed chunks of the season or almost the entirety of the season, which is why they're so low or maybe not appear on your printout if you're only going 25 or 30 deep uh, as you do your draft analysis and show up you know, haphazardly with a couple of things you printed off at the last minute. The 49ers season last year, Mike, is thought of as the games that Jimmy Garoppolo took over and found Marquise Goodwin a lot. You forget on how much Pierre Garçon was involved before he ended up being lost for yeah. the season. So he he had a much bigger role than than people can remember because all we want to remember is what Jimmy G did in winning those those final five weeks of the season for the 49ers. So Garcon's work kind of gets forgotten a bit, I think. Yeah, excited about the big play potential for Goodwin. You've actually got a team that will uncork it. You saw it last year. He was working the route tree far more than he was ever believed to be able to in Buffalo. Another example of mismanagement by the Buffalo Bills. Go figure. Terod Taylor quarterbacking for the Browns this year uh, will be another mistake that they will have made. But when you when you look at it, Goodwin is your deep threat. Garcon will work the, the seam. He'll work down the sidelines in that you know, 10 to 15, 20-yard range. So, big good opportunity there, and he's going to be the go-to along with George Kittle for Garoppolo. And I will also say this on the Julian Edelman. As you said, Mike, he's he's dropping because of that four-game suspension. I've said this on the show last year, and I'll say it when it comes to Mark Ingram, and I'll use it for Julian Edelman. Even if you go 1-3 and three to start this season – and you get a quality player like that to add to your lineup, your season is not lost. And you never know. Heck, go 2-2, two and two, navigate those first four weeks without, without a guy who's on a four-game suspension. You move him into your lineup, and it's an automatic upgrade when buys all of a sudden start to begin. You know, don't be afraid of the guys with four-game suspensions. As long as you don't go 0-4, and, and if you're going 0-4, your team is probably horrendous anyway. But as long as you don't go 0-4, right. there's still plenty of hope to make the playoffs, and you can survive these early early suspensions in the NFL. Absolutely. Guys getting dinged, I think, a little too much uh, on the draft board. Remember, you can always go back and, and just go get another receiver. Go get another running back a little bit earlier. It may change the strategy a little bit, but if you're getting number one value for a guy that late, you've got to go and take advantage of the draft board as it sits. Let's now go to our cold sores of the 2018 fantasy football season. Cold when it comes, Yeah, when it comes yeah. to the wide receivers, guys you want to stay away from, you don't want to see, you don't want to touch, let's get it going with the guys you want to stay away from. Guy that jumps off the list, and you know I'm intrigued by his quarterback and what we've seen put on film here in the preseason because I would be among the lead skeptics when it comes to the return of Andrew Luck to the – to the Colts and coming off that big injury, the offensive line has still had its issues. As much as they tried to address them there this offseason, there's still some some problems there. The running game is is a disaster at the moment. A lot of injuries, and even my guy that I started to to push uh, last week, uh, Mr. Wilkins, he struggled to average two yards a carry uh, this latest game. So a little bit nervous there. You look at T.Y. Hilton. Long way to get to the wide receiver. Uh, you had the 1,400 yards in 2016. Still six touchdowns, six 100-yard games. Four 100-yard games a year ago, four touchdowns, fewer than 1,000 yards, much that I love Jacoby Brissett. But T.Y. Hilton's a guy that can disappear in games. And where he's being drafted as a mid-number one, going 
7th through 11th on a lot of boards is to me just a little bit too high given concerns that with Andrew Luck, we don't know if we're getting a full run out of him. And even with Jacoby Brissett, now that you have Doyle and Eric Ebron, assuming Eric Ebron remembered how to catch because he went stretches without knowing how to do so there or being utilized in Detroit, that if those two guys are, are healthy and, and can make plays, that you'll go and take the, the safe opportunity. Potential for deep balls every now and again, but Hilton's too much a feast or famine guy for me. So he's and- number one. Andrew Luck, you know, is is enough of a question. I still don't think that we know, Mike. I really still don't think we know what his actual ceiling will be now that he's finally healthy after three-plus seasons of dealing with that shoulder injury. Yeah, saying he's feeling better and if you do a drinking game with the number of times he says happy in a post-game interview, <laughs> you will be under the table uh, before he finishes his second answer. And I'm excited to see if he can get back. I really am. Uh, you know, there's some unevenness in his performances in the past, but it's always good to have those big names and, and those high draft picks actually performing and coming back for you. But still, the jury is out. Uh, number 22 or thereabouts on draft boards uh, among wide receiver is Josh Gordon. Some people going all the way up into the top 10 saying, I've got elite talent. Those are also people saying, hey, I want to be the guy to say, I told you so if this breaks right. You know what? Let the other guy be the I told you so uh, that, that this is going to stay over the course of 16 games. Because on paper, it's it's an impressive uh, association uh, of players that you put together. Landry was great in the red zone, put up big numbers as a target last year. But Josh Gordon, I think, being overdrafted for all the questions. Yes, he's cleared. Already has a little bit of a hamstring injury coming back. So uh, I'm going to play the wait and see. Again, if you want to go up and grab him in the fourth, fifth round, be my guest. I'll go find the guy that has played 16 games and performed in 16 games every year for the last three or four years uh, before committing down that highway. So those are two guys off the off the board. And then Demarius Thomas, we talked about him a, a little bit earlier uh, in the show. Case Keenum under center. Thomas with a, most of his off the field stuff, as in taking care of his family. Uh, that was a big deal in the Denver area and a lot of questions. He's had some issues with drops, but starting to get pushed back up the draft board a little bit too highly uh, for my liking, especially when you still have questions of which case Keenum's coming to sling the ball around. Because in Denver, if you listen to the local media, they don't know that they have their quarterback on the roster right now, and, and that's a, a pretty big deal for the money uh, that Keenum was signed to. Uh, we've had all the details of what's going on with Paxton Lynch and the failures there. Uh, but for Demarius Thomas, a bit of a difficult proposition at, with the high draft point right now, given some of the inconsistency of the last two years. Again, given some of the other options, and Adam Thielen's going to be around there, Juju Smith-Schuster, Marvin Jones. I'll take my shot with those three before I'm going down to Demarius Thomas. It tells you how bad the Broncos quarterbacking position was a year ago. When even just by adding Case Keenum, we are now having Demarius Thomas shooting up draft boards. It's it's amazing to think like as long as you have a somewhat competent passer, and we both like Trevor Simeon. You for the Northwestern ties, I thought that he could still throw the football, but there were a lot of throws sometimes where you're like, oh wow, that that oh, shouldn't no. have gone there. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, Trevor Simeon is he'd make a great throw, make five great throws, and then there'd be one where you'd scratch your head and go. You're the quarterback. Did you give your jersey to somebody else? I don't know. But there have been times this preseason where clearly they'd uh, maybe have, have liked to have had Trevor Simeon still in the building. 
The hot plays at wide receivers. Stephon Diggs, Allen Robinson, Julian Edelman, and Pierre Garçon. The cold source guide is to stay away from T.Y. Hilton, Josh Gordon, and Demarius Thomas. Those guys may be being overdrafted in your fantasy league. This is the 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app and find it on iTunes. Just subscribe to Fox Sports Radio Weekends and download the show every single week. Find us on Twitter. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox and get Mike at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, a fantasy football legend joins us and tries to clear up one of the high-profile backfields in the National Football League. We'll talk that and a whole bunch more next year on Fox Sports Radio. It's a 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Mike Harmon as we're coming to you live for the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You can always tweet us. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. Mike, they can get you at? Find me over, as always, at Swollen Dome. Dan, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. I suggest people also check out Fox Sports Radio's Twitter handle as they are tweeting out all of the information that Mike Harmon has given you over the last couple of hours or so. That and a whole bunch more, including the results of our Fox Sports Radio host mock draft. So something if you want to chew on getting ready for your fantasy football draft, there's plenty of information to find that there. We will retweet it out as well. Speaking of fantasy information, he has done it for years and years. As Mike Harmon mentioned earlier, their friendship going years back. He joins us now for his annual stop for our fantasy football preview special from the great city of Minneapolis. You hear him on KFAN. You find his information, Fanball League safe, all of it. Paul Charchian back with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Happy Fantasy Charch. Thanks so much for coming on again. It is kind of like Fantasy Day, isn't it? I, this is probably the biggest draft day of the year, I'm guessing. You know, it's, you know, it's right in this time frame, but all, you know, the week three, the preseason, third preseason games are over and, in a majority of them, anyway, and this is uh, this is a big day for a uh, big day for fantasy. Tons of drafts today, and let's get people ready. Let's get people ready to go dominate. Let's uh, let's start here because I teased it because you sent out a tweet a little while ago about the Atlanta Falcons backfield. Now there, yeah. we know that Devontae Freeman is there. We know that Tevin Coleman is there, but do you think that maybe we could see a little change in that backfield? Yeah, I think there's a chance. Uh, Tevin, you know, they, two parts of this. Number one, Freeman's got that big contract that he signed a year and a half ago. And so he's, you know, he's part of their future for a long time. Coleman, on the other hand, free agent at the end of this year. And there's no way they're going to put two big contracts into their, into their running backs. No chance. So Tevin Coleman's going to be on another team next season. So if you're the Falcons, why not grind him up a little bit and get a lot of run out of him, save some wear and tear on Freeman for future years? And I wonder if they don't do a little bit what, what the Cowboys did with DeMarco Murray, where you know, they gave DeMarco Murray all of those carries. Now, it'll never, he'll never be like workhorse with Devon Freeman there, but I think, I think Coleman's carries go up, guys, and I think there's, there's a little bit of sneaky value here while the Falcons decide to you know, grind him up a little bit, and then they'll just spit him out to the rest of the, rest of the league at the end of the season. What do you think? I like that. I like the turn it on its head. I mean, it's what we've been talking about a lot with Le'Veon Bell, right? You're going to run him and, and throw the ball to him once he's in, in your back in with the Steelers until he's tripping over his tongue when it's all said and done. So uh, same kind of philosophy here is just Agreed. use him up. Uh, and, you know, by that matter, you also keep 
keep uh, Freeman uh, ready for the stretch run, assuming you get a playoff run in you as well. Uh, you, you're a guy that likes to turn things, you know, sideways and, and really shake out all the uh, the noise uh, as it as it goes through. Paul, as you're going through draft season, is there a player or two that you've just been shocked to see how highly they've been taken? Jarek McKinnon. Oh man, worth there you go. It, it, this is one of the the most overdrafted players I've ever seen. Right now, his average draft position middle of the third round, um, and he's already hurt. He's in a rotate. What they've said openly is going to be a rotation of backs. And take it from him in Minnesota. I've seen every carry Derek McKinnon's ever had. He's not a special back. He is and he is a run of the mill NFL back locked into a timeshare and on an, an emerging offense. And he's already hurt. No way do I want any part of that in the middle of the third round. For me, he is roughly a sixth, seventh round guy. He's my running back number 28. He's going off the board as running back 16. That is almost double where he should be going in my mind. We talked about an earlier charge of just even Kyle Shanahan last year. Carlos Hyde was doing well, and all of a sudden there were times where Matt Breida got a majority of the touches, where you don't even know what Kyle Shanahan's going to do, let alone thinking to hand it over to Jarek McKinnick on a full-time basis, a full 16-game basis is pretty sketchy on, on anybody's part. Yeah, right, Dan. I mean, in the middle of the third round, I'm taking sure things. Sure. I mean, you know, you know, these are, you know, there are guys who have virtually no question marks that you're taking at that stage, and you know, I give me Larry Fitzgerald or T.Y. Hilton is a, you know, a couple examples of guys that I feel really, really confident about. And even at the running back position, give me you know, Joe Mixon in that spot. There's so many more established low-risk ways to go than Jarek McKinnon for sure. Paul Yeah, Go ahead, Harvin. No, go ahead. I just wanted, well, to, met, just wanted mentioned... to reset charge. Yeah, Paul Charchian, our buddy with us at Paul Charchian on Twitter is where you find him. Charch, uh, where where I was, you mentioned T.Y. Hilton, and I, I wring my hands a little bit when it comes to the entirety of the Indianapolis Colts uh, and, and really banking on any one member of the staff. As much as I, I'm encouraged by Andrew Luck's performance yesterday, he still hasn't learned a turtle. I mean, there's pictures of Peyton Manning all over those facilities, man. You should, you should get down. Uh, and I like Jacoby Brissett. I've talked about that a bunch. But Hilton being a guy, for me, I, I see disappear a little too much. So the aggregate is there, and I get excited. But it's usually three or four games that make up the bulk of his stats. Let me, let me take the opposing side of that. Um, if we think Andrew Luck is going to throw, in, in a down season, 28 touchdowns and you know and we don't even talk about maybe reverting to his you know the previous years when he was upper 30s so i'd say it's 28 where are the 28 going because there's not a lot of other help out there besides ty hilton ryan grant eric ebron you know this is it, it almost through necessity ty hilton is going to find his way to i think a dozen touchdowns because they're just there's nobody else even close to his skill level on the team and and there, that is a long-term chemistry that he's got with Andrew Luck that he doesn't have with anybody else. Anybody else that he can throw to on that team anymore. But see, that's where that's where you and I are just differing in, in principle of the fact that Andrew Luck's going to be upright for 16 games. Yeah, well, there's yeah, there's <laughs> no because that, no, that's where I'm not no banking on that. <laughs> but, but here's the thing: I, look at what they've done to that offensive line. Quinn Nelson is is freaking awesome already. His preseason's already sure. dominating. I, you know, I'd like to believe that Luck's going to, you know, is he higher risk than Kirk Cousins, who's never missed a start? Well, sure, but I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's um, that 
much tangibly higher risk for re-injury than, than anybody else, in my opinion. Paul Charchian joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. This is our 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special. Let's talk handcuffs. I mean, if, yeah. you've, if you've got if you've got Le'Veon Bell on your team and you're waiting for him to end the holdout, is it a must to get James Conner? And who are other handcuffs that you think are a necessity entering the season? Well, first, I don't think mostly you don't want to handcuff because you're really just wasting a roster spot on a guy in which you're just hoping for injury or, you know, way banking on injury or whatever. And, and too many times you need that roster spot for somebody who can meaningfully help your team on a bye week or whatever. And so mostly I don't love it, but there's two that I think you really have to give a lot of thought to. You mentioned James Conner in Pittsburgh, the other guy, John Kelly has looked amazing for the Rams. And if you're going to put that first overall pick into Todd Gurley, because Kelly looks so good, there's a real chance that if anything were to happen to Gurley, Kelly could walk in and, and be a top 10 fantasy running back in any given week. And so those are the two guys that I, I feel like I'm really willing to handcuff on. And there aren't many more than that, because I, I just think I'd, I'd rather roll the dice on somebody that can you know help me out from time to time when I need it rather than a handcuff. Do you guys materially feel differently about handcuffing than that? Materially, no. Absolutely not, especially the way rosters, the trend is to eliminate a bench spot or two to promote activity. You know what yeah. I did handcuff in one of my leagues? I handcuffed Mike Williams to Keenan Allen. Ooh. I, I don't know. I just I, I like I that. Figure, You'll I know, start like, them both for a while, I think. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it was Williams was around later, and Keenan Allen, great season, but you never know. There is an injury history there. That was one of the only spots that I did it, and that was at the I'll, wide receiver position. I'll give you one. I'll give you one more off off position handcuff. Nick Foles, Carson Wentz, right? You know, we Ooh, we know yeah. Carson Wentz has crazy upside when healthy. There's you know, it, we don't know who the week one starter is going to be, and Nick Foles available at average draft position two hundred forty nine. So you can get Nick Foles with the last pick of your draft. You may have the Eagles' week one starter, and then, you know, he might look great. He might look like Super Bowl Nick Foles, and they continue that progression for at least a few weeks, and you've got a potentially top five, top ten quarterback in Nick Foles in case anything happens with uh, Carson Wentz and he's not ready to go, or maybe, who knows, maybe even starts the season on the pup list, although probably not, but maybe. Yeah, we never know. A little bit of rope-a-dope being played there. I thought pushing Foles to play game three kind of gave us an indication of where Wentz is, uh, that they Agreed. wanted to get more work for him. So, uh, yeah. And then, obviously, it was a miserable performance at that. Uh, Dan and uh, Jonas got a chance to talk to Doug Peterson uh, this week, uh, Paul, and uh, he had to do a lot of spinning I bet. <laughs> while promoting his book. <laughs> <laughs> There, there, uh, which but, I'm sure, by the way, I'm sure he wrote, typed, and edited every word of that book. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was all Doug Peterson. That was that yep. was 100% all Doug Peterson. Yeah, second Paul coming G of Fitzgerald right there, yeah. Paul Charchian joining us here on Fox Sports Radio on our Fantasy Football Preview Special. Okay, let, let's dive into crazy leagues. What What's a way to branch out, do different things? Is there anything new on the horizon in 2018? Anything that you've maybe uncovered in these past 12 months that have given us a different way to find and play fantasy football? I've, I'm promoting three totally new ways to play fantasy. All of these are great for like your second league. You got your, you know, your main league with your buddies. You've been in for 10 years. and you know, That's not going anywhere, and it, it runs all standard. Let me give you three, and I want your feedback after each one. First one, 
the Guillotine League. I like Here's it already. You, you love it just from the name. I like that. Na- name gets me in. Sure. 17 teams play with whatever format you want, whatever scoring system you want, draft auctions, don't care. 17 teams. No head-to-head. Every week, the bottom-scoring team gets lopped off, and their roster goes to free agency for all the remaining teams to go attack off the waiver wire. Last team standing wins the whole thing, and we chop a team every week. What do you think? Oh, I love it. It's a Thanos version. Every week you snap your fingers and somebody disappears. <laughs> I, I, love it because, I love it because I feel like I've been mediocre most of my life, and so this rewards mediocrity, kind of. As long, <laughs> as, you, as, long as you aren't in last, you're all right. And so I like that portion of the league. Well, it's That's like being chased by a lion on the Serengeti. Don't be last. Don't yeah, be exactly. last. It's, it's, it's a great way to put it. I, maybe I should rename this the Serengeti League. I love it. <laughs> it. You can be literally in the dead middle every single week, and if you can just make it to the final two weeks, you, you know, the final week, you've got a chance. I love that angle. All right, that's the Guillotine League. Uh, next, the hardest part is probably coming up with 16 people who want to play with you, but sure. you know, that's, a different, that's a different story. There's a lot of ways you can find people to play on the Internet. Next, the Empire League. Let me ask you this. The core of the Empire League is it comes down to this. There's never a true champion in your league. You just have whoever the current champion is, whoever won last year, and then next year it's somebody different and you're wearing you're wearing the crown only for one one year. And there's never like this ultimate winner. So I started thinking about how can we make it so that there is a legitimate final winner for the league. And here's what here's how the Empire League works. It is a dynasty league, and half of the pot stays in a rolling scenario, and half of it gets it gets paid out that year to the winners. So, if Dan wins in year number one, he's going to get half of the pot, and then the rest of the pot's going to roll over, and it rolls over until somebody wins in back-to-back years. Then that back-to-back winner gets that year's pot they get the rolling empire pot and he or she is the champion the league is over it disbands and you just won the whole thing you're the champ <laughs> oh wow it. there wow. you go all right i i go Last to thinking one. i go, go to thinking go quickly of the seahawks at the one yard line like how somebody would be so close to winning that pot and going back <laughs> to back and then having it just go all the way that's that yeah. that's good stuff what's the final one the final one is the Thievery League. Here's the premise. Run it under any format you want, any way that you like. The premise of this is when, I, when Dan beats Mike, Dan should get more than just a hash mark in the win column. He actually gets to steal a player from Mike's roster. <laughs> and so you get a tangible trophy for your win. Now, you can't take anybody, though, because otherwise – you know, it'd be week one and you just lose Lady on Bell right off the bat and you know now the season's <laughs> over. So here's how it works. The loser only has to expose a number of players on his roster equal to the week number. So if it's week four and that scenario happens, Mike has to tell Dan, All right, here's the four guys that you have to choose from. And then Dan gets to go pillage one of those guys from his roster. That's the thievery league. That that is it of these three. I like thievery smack dab in the middle. I like guillotine number one, then thievery, and then the Empire League. That's how I would rank them in terms of my interest. We like to Leave rank the- stuff here, Paul. 
Yeah, or leave it to fantasy guys. They have to put them in order. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, uh, thievery is trending upwards, and uh, there's a medical uh, Red Cross sign by the uh, Empire League. Uh, Charge, we appreciate we appreciate the time. We know that this is so busy, such a busy time of year for you. So we appreciate you always covering it out for us and, and talking fantasy. And, uh, yeah, good luck with everything. We appreciate it, and we'll do it again soon. Love it, my friends. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Peace, Paul brother. Charchi. See you. Paul Charchian, KFan in Minneapolis, Fanball League Safe, always great with his time. Find him on Twitter at Paul Charchian. By the way, congratulations to Paul, eclipsing the 60,000 follower mark on Twitter. Nicely yeah, done. Stuff. Yeah, we are coming to you live for the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And speaking of Twitter, you can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Mike, they can get you at? Find me over at Swollen Dome. And you can find Isaac Lowenkron at Simple Enough at Isaac Lowenkron as he gives us the latest of what's happening. Good morning, Isaac. Morning, Dan. And Michael Tiger Woods on the course as we speak in the final round of the Northern Trust Open. Today he's one under through seven holes. He's at four under par overall. 12 shots behind leader Bryson DeChambeau. In college football Saturday night, Cole McDonald threw for 418 and three touchdowns in Hawaii's 43-34 victory at Colorado State. Nico Evans runs for 190 and two TDs in Wyoming's 29-7 triumph at New Mexico. In baseball Saturday night, the Dodgers and Padres were tied at four in the bottom of the 12th inning when there was a power failure at Dodger Stadium. And then when play resumed after a 19-minute delay. Turner, first pitch, pops it up into short right. This is going to be trouble, and it drops in for a base hit. Here comes Kemp. He's on his way home, and the Dodgers win it. Dodgers beat the Padres 5-4. Charlie Snyder, the call on AM570 LA Sports. It was actually the second power outage at Dodger Stadium in the last month. This one was caused by a circuit outage on a line supplying power to Dodger Stadium. The first one was caused by a Mylar balloon. And one final power outage note, Dan and Michael. Would you believe there was also a power outage in a game last night involving the Dodgers' single-A minor league affiliate, the Rancho Cucamonga Quakes. The Quakes and the Inland Empire 66ers passed the time during the 18-minute delay by playing tic-tac-toe drawing each move on a baseball and then tossing the baseball back and forth between their respective dugouts. So two power outages involving the same organization in baseball last night, Dan and Michael. And they were, they were playing the 66ers, you said? The Inland Empire 66ers. Yeah. That's yeah. the Ben Maller curse then because you know, Ben Maller and Eddie Garcia <laughs> and Justin and Roberto went out to throw out the first pitch at, the, uh, at their game on Friday night. So <laughs> maybe they carried the curse over to Saturday. Saturday night with the uh, with the, oh. their game against the Quakes, yeah, could be shenanigans something there. from that Maller militia. Let me tell you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Isaac. This is Fox Sports Radio's 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special. I'm Dan Byer. That's Mike Harmon. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So, Mike, l- l- let me just let me just run this down. We've done rankings of the wide receivers. We've done top 10 rankings of the running backs. And we've done rankings for the tight ends. There is one thing that seems to be missing. One thing. Mm, kickers. No, no, we're not going to do kickers. We are going to do the signal callers. That is coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. 
It's the Fox Sports Radio 2018 Fantasy Football Preview Special as we start to put a bow on our special. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. So glad that you were able to hang out with us over the last three hours or so. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. If you missed any of Mike's information, and there was a lot of it today, find the show on iTunes. Just subscribe to Fox Sports Radio Weekends and download the show every single week. You can also find that information on our Fox Sports Radio Instagram page and on Twitter at Fox Sports Radio. My Twitter handle is at Dan Byer on Fox. Mike, they can get you at? Find me over at Swollen Dome. Easy enough. Now, before we get to Mike's quarterback rankings, the top 10 quarterbacks to have for the upcoming season, I do want to address the fantasy punishments. Now, there are a lot of punishments that are out there for last place teams throughout the country. USA Today actually made a list and some of the fantasy punishments. Two of them that stood out to me, one guy had to have his legs waxed that for finish, finishing last in his fantasy football league. There was another, another that Robert Klemko tweeted out in May saying, and Robert Klemko does stuff here, joins us on our Fox Sports radio programs. Tweeted out a guy who has to wear an Andy Dalton jersey whenever he's around his friends in Denver because he finished last in his fantasy football league. Love those fantasy pununishments, Mike. I dig that. I do. Yeah. I, I, How about well, that? I mean, as a guy who's not a hearsuit man, um, some might think I had my legs waxed. So, <laughs> uh, you know, now that that's out there, you know, you got that. And, you know, Andy Dalton, there, there are worse guys to have to, to wear a, a jersey as punishment. Here's the problem is that Bengals jersey is just so atrociously – it's so atrocious as a fashion statement. They have got oh. the greatest helmet in the National Football League. They may have the worst jersey. Just yeah, but I bet fewer Bengals. Bengals fans get struck by cars while wearing that jersey than any other uniform in the National Football League. <laughs> That's true. Just make it simple. Go back to the Boomer Esiason with the little tiger stripes on the sleeves and be good with it. But you all can right. also wear it out hunting. You're not going to – I mean, there's all sorts of applications for that jersey. <laughs> That's very true. The Bears are going with their blaze orange jerseys at least at one point this upcoming yeah, season. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Something to look forward to. All right, let's look forward to these signal callers to get Mike Harmon's rankings. All right. Let's lock and load. All right, off the top, Aaron Rodgers, fairly obvious obvious uh, number one selection. Uh, we're waiting to see who the second and third receivers are, but we know we have Devontae Adams and Jimmy Graham to get things going. Um, possible uptick for Geronimo Allison along the way. Brady, number two, still has Gronk, still has Chris Hogan, uh, and Edelman will be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, James White still catching the ball out of the backfield. You add Sony Michelle. There's playmakers there. Number three, I, I still am a believer of Russell Wilson. I, I don't think much has changed from the setup of last year, at least from the offensive line and weaponry. If Doug Baldwin's healthy, they'll be able to make plays. And you're still looking at a guy who is among the league leaders in touchdown passes and still getting after it with his legs. Uh, I, I'll, I'll give you a nod to your Seattle quarterback there, Dan. Uh, Deshaun Watson sitting at number four for me. We talked about the weapons extensively a bit earlier in the program, but he's a guy certainly coming off the, the injury, some questions, but 19 touchdowns, 1,700 yards before he went down. Drew Brees, number five for me, looking for a little bounce back in the touchdown category for him. Yardage is no problem ever uh, for Breeze in New Orleans. So look for Cam Meredith to make an impact as he comes back off his ACL injury. Cam Newton sitting at six for me, and i gotta, I got to say, that's the one where I'm kind of uncomfortable, and I, I may want to drop him a few now that the tackles are hurt. And just watching him land on his head did not make me feel good the other night, Dan. <laughs> uh, number seven, Matt Stafford in Detroit. You got weapons galore, and even if they don't win games, they should be fun to watch. 
Number eight, Kirk Cousins. Number nine, Phillip Rivers. And number 10, Ben Roethlisberger. Wentz had been eight in the preliminary rankings, but he drops out because way too many questions right now about his availability. Some of the older guys may be riding off into the sunset in that top 10 with uh, Phillip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger. So it was Stafford, seven, and who was eight? I missed that. I'm sorry. Eight was Cousins. uh, Cousins, Looking at that, all the weaponry in Minnesota. When we're looking at Dalvin Cook, we're looking at those wide receivers on the outside uh, as well as Kyle Rudolph over the middle. Uh, And, you know, you drafted Mike Williams uh, to go along with Keenan Allen. I think you're going to start both of them because you got bookends that teams now have to contend with. Uh, if Williams, if if he's anywhere near the player we've been teased by this preseason, uh, fun times for Chargers fans this year. Your top 10 quarterbacks entering the 2018 fantasy football season. So great to have it. Mike broke down the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. He gave you the hot plays and cold sores at the running back, wide receiver, and quarterback positions. And again, the Fox Sports Radio host, Mock Draft. JT's getting grilled on Twitter with his Derek Carr pick. Otherwise, some interesting selections from our Fox Sports Radio hosts, 1 through 12. Aside from the Derek Carr pick, quickly, Mike, anything stand out to you in our Mock Draft that we had earlier in the show? Well, I think you, it's a teachable moment of just know the guys you're drafting with because if you would have had me blindly write down who guys were going to pick based on how they analyze football and talk about it on our airwaves, uh, I, I would have been able to probably guess most of them. Uh, sure. But, you know, when you're looking at, you know, Andy Furman takes A.J. Green, consistency. So from a fantasy perspective, you love it, but probably a bit of a reach. Uh, well, definitely a bit of a reach sitting there at number seven for him. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers at the back end from Jonas Knox, that should be your number yep. one quarterback. What was he, third uh, and yeah. the Derek Carr, we obviously hang a star on in terms of the teachable moment of sure. fandom and everything sure. that goes with that. But when we look, we look at the board all together, you know, it's it's one of those great uh, reminders of a lot of different ways to attack a building a team. And, and certainly our, our 12 participants came at Gotta it from a lot smart. of angles. Let's get to yeah. our parlay. We're running out of time. Highest yeah. scoring game this season by a quarterback, running back and wide receiver. Just one of the positions, who's going to have the highest scoring game at each position? Tyreek Hill, Leonard Fournette, and then I am going to go with old reliable Tom Brady with a big game. Ooh, ooh, I'm going to put Jameis Winston throwing it to Mike oh, Evans and Sean Jackson and everyone. David Johnson, who else does Arizona have outside of him and Larry Fitzgerald? And how about DeAndre Hopkins with the biggest game by a wide receiver? Harmon, it's been fun. Fantasy football is here. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... 
Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.